let's get it on. Hey, folks, this is Scott with Leading Edge Archery. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Got the crew in the house today. Actually, it's just me and you, Jay Bird. No Bridger. No Bridger today. Where's Bridger at? Bridger is in Colorado. Yeah, he's shooting some crazy tournament. Yeah, apparently it's pretty big. There's people yeah. from Canada, from all the rest of the country. I heard uh, Courtney was here last night talking about, you know, he pulled in and there's Rio. There's I think Rio. he I think he thought he was going to go for a jackpot this shoot. <laughs> it's not that one in Grand Junction, is it? Uh, yeah, it's a big one to call it. The Compex? Yeah. It's yeah. like three disciplines. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, something that that's like a big deal and it's it coming on strong. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys talk about it. Yep, you ain't lying. So Bridger's up there shooting that right now, so we don't have him in the house. But we do have three guys from the infamous, awesome company of Black Rifle Coffee. Um, going to talk about their uh, foray into archery. I think they're going headstrong into this thing. Um, plus, just everything outdoors. It looks like, and uh, we're excited to have them. Actually, it's kind of cool. We're in Bernie, Texas, in their backyard. Yeah, which makes it even better. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything today. We got from hunters to Botex. To yeah, everything. absolutely. So we're gonna have some geek session. Good yeah. geek session. How how crazy you want to get this, Jason? You want to keep this G rated or? I've been I've been <laughs> dying to push that E button. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so. You've been dying to push the E button. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's been really really mellow with uh, we've been mellow. With yeah. The, with the content so yeah this is all right well fuck yeah let's do it then. <laughs> <laughs> hey exactly scott first this might and foremost be. man thanks for bringing us on hey, uh, thank you man we got brady with us craig <clears throat> yeah. brady uh brady you're brady cervantes we've got isaac alleman jr <laughs> and aj and AJ. Yeah, we could skip the last name. It's too complicated. <laughs> it's too yeah. complicated. You want to play complicated last names? <laughs> I, I got you. AJ Yaquinta from Knights Yaqu- of the Apex. So for the longest Yaquinta? time. Yaquinta? Yeah. It's okay. Italian. I was, I, I, I was calling him La Quinta for the longest <laughs> yeah, time. La Quinta. <laughs> on my flight over here, they booked my tickets as La Quinta, like La Quinta Inn. And oh, thank wow. God, TSC. a word. That is hilarious. I didn't check it till I, I, and then I'm at the airport. I'm like, oh, I hope TSA is not like feeling feisty today. Yeah, they'll let yeah. me right through. Like, I think he's got you, Tabanski. I don't know. I, I catch a lot of We're going to throw on name. two pairs of gloves for this guy. Like. <laughs> That's hilarious. I always here get, we go. <laughs> Mike a little bit. Um, I always get Tabansky, Tabanaski, Tabansky. Well, what doesn't make sense? And then I, I turn around and I talk to him in Spanish, and they look at well, me like exactly. it's a barking cat. This guy's this guy's <laughs> last barking. name is Tabansky, and it's uh, he's he's Hispanic. I don't get that. It's the weirdest thing ever. I got asked if I was Jewish one time. Really? I didn't know. Well, what's this. your last name, Brady? Cervantes. Cervantes. But it's with an ES on the end, and they they're out of California. There's a big. Uh, I guess conglomerate of, of individuals with the last name E Z. Yeah. Cervantes. Yeah. And they're Jewish. Okay. Really? Yeah. And it's like someone's like, Are you Jewish? I was like, uh Isaac, no. are you the only normal white dude in here? No, well mine's like Aliman, actually. Jeez. Instead of Elman. <laughs> yeah, like no, really, it's like it's like it's Aliman, but it's, we're uh, spicy Elman. in here. I mean yeah. I just like it's like is it Elman? I'm like spicy. Yeah, sure. Like I'm wow. not I don't I'm not too like Whatever happened to just Smith? We've got, uh, we've got well you're the you're the most normal last yeah. name. Well, they almost well, took him on a rock one. and Pocahontas saved him, so that's, yeah. that's what happened. <laughs> I watched that's Disney. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So anyways, you guys uh why don't we talk about um just what are you all responsible for? I mean, go around the room. Let's talk about what you guys do for Black Rifle. What's your what's your what's your whole charter? Right oh now? man. Okay, so here in San Antonio on this uh side of things, they've been trying to bring back the culture 
that is you know black rifle coffee um the bigger we get the the more problems we're going to run into but that's great because problem solving every day is what creates growth you get uncomfortable and so you know speaking with logan stark he, supposedly they've been trying to get me on since salt lake at tack right. last year with the first where we did the first veteran adaptive athlete shoot yeah. um and that's something that we're super passionate about it's like hey like how do we how do we bridge this this gap of of everybody who wants to shoot and making it to where everybody can shoot instead of just two-leggers right, right that right. they can walk the course and so that it went into something and it, now it's something even bigger than what it even started as and so um i got brought on in branding as a branding project manager with logan and so he was like i want you to do what you're doing but for black rifle and then more i was like <laughs> okay can we break this down i, I still don't know yeah. what that means like and so i just kind of took it and ran and archery was something that just kind of um I just kind of picked up uh, in 2000 in 2013 i got in a compound i've been shooting a recurve my whole life and right. compound three months later after picking up a compound i got my first bull elk in colorado on an otc tag and nice. i was like no all kidding. right here we go yeah up near wall dude and, a hammer uh, and um it i mean it's no by no means like some trophy bull but to me it's my trophy it you know matter. it's like yeah. that's what that's what planted the bug yeah and I mean, it, it, since then, you know, it's like the aspect of hunting that I take is a little different than, say, like Cam or, or Donnie Vincent or, or, or anything. And I think I relate a lot with, with Scott. And I think that's when you and I first met Absolutely. at San Antonio, it's like, here we are, like, like Scott's over here working on like three bows at once, even though he's got two arms. <laughs> and we start talking and, and we start going quieter and quieter because we start talking about the little spots that we've got yeah, in exactly. Montana. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you came from, yeah, the top. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and We literally hunted about almost the same exact area <laughs> in Montana. It's crazy. I've seen you do that with, with other people. It's crazy. Like my buddy Steve came. Yeah, exactly. And that's, Me and that's, Steve that's that Mary. community. And so... Uh, like it, it's weird because that relationship happened and I had no idea that this, that summer after meeting Scott in April at San Antonio Tech I'd be Where you moving are. to San Antonio right. for you know the outdoor branding archery guns side of, of Black Rifle Coffee for San Antonio mm -hmm. and my counterpart is actually here counterpart to San, uh, Salt Lake City um Black Rifle and that's Isaac Isaac Aliman Jr., the son of the mule deer Jesus of Utah. <laughs> the OG. So, OG, OG. Isaac. Yeah, so in Salt Lake, that's where um, pretty much I do Botech, like in-house Botech is what Evan right. would call me. So um, pretty much just getting everyone there into archery or anyone like veterans as well too. Just this kid's like, humble, but he's like he's he's amazing yeah. he's, he's a little phenom he's 21 right. he's got he's here with black rifle and i mean i can't say enough good things about this guy i, I i'm 33 and i still like ask him like hey dude, will you check check this my serving or, or whatnot and then the kid's just he, yeah that's oh, awesome i call him a kid but he's not you know <laughs> he's younger than me so he's a kid you know technically i'm a kid yeah. he was supposed but, to be here a week ago and he was like i got posty fest to go to like yeah. uh, I, I was supposed to be here a week ago like, hey like got a vip to post one fest you yeah, know no way so, I, thought right? a, I thought it was an edc concert oh, no. burning no. man oh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't i can't do that yeah, no way anyway, but, sorry go ahead but uh no so uh yeah, so Salt Lake pretty much, uh, and then 
when total archery rolls around too i'm yeah. with alongside my dad and we're uh just networking with like other people like you like you guys yourself right, and right. making sure like they're drinking our coffee kind of right. thing and then just now we're going to start be doing the lodging program um here pretty soon to go to different duck lodge uh hunt lodges and make sure they're getting them set up with coffee and everything and gotcha. you know and so on just pretty much helping my man brady out too as well cool. to get him a all squared away and just teach him some stuff. So there's know? two of you guys basically across the country mm -hmm. managing the, the archery department, you want to call it or whatever. For right now, yeah, yeah for archery it. outdoors. And like we, um, it's cool because during the TAC, we, <clears throat> we're able to um, travel together. And that's when during the TAC, it's kind of like <clears throat> a lot of people have meetings or, or web meetings the whole year. It's right. like during the TAC run, uh, mostly the Western run, um, is when we link up and that's when we are able to cross talk what we've been doing that year or right. like our plans and that's super cool because we are there with a lot of our, our good friends or vendors like like yourself Scott and, and Jason and everything and, and there's a lot of insider stuff that we have to cover um, that people don't realize that not just for Black Rifle but the community as a whole if we right. want to see this community you know grow the way we want to grow well now we have this and I'm sure you've seen it from the outside looking in Scott and this veteran influx oh, yeah. of, of outdoors and therapy and not yeah. just like us, <clears throat> we're starting to include everybody. We want everybody because we yeah. see how therapeutic the outdoors is, not just archery. And that's cool because like during those tacks, like we, we go and shoot the mountain and we hang out with John or, or we go and, and talk bows with Scott and Scott's like, you know, I mean, if, if you guys have ever seen Scott, the guys, like I said, <laughs> working on four bows with two hands. So, um, <laughs> It, yeah, it's doing it way too long. <laughs> you, you know what's cool? Do you know what's cool <laughs> that you guys are doing? And this is so unique and different because, you know, most organizations and companies are as big as y'all are now, um, I always call it, the, it's top-down economics. Um, that's how they manage. And I know, Brady, and you and I have been talking now for, for the last couple of weeks about this. And it seems like you, Black Rifle, is really looking to build this from the ground up. I mean, let's hit the base first. And then when we get to the top, you know, with the CEOs and all those big guys and stuff, we'll get there through just through maturation. But it's not, it's not your charter. And I think that's huge, you know, mm -hmm. because, and I, and I want to go back and even circle back around and even go further in the fact that it's, um, you guys are doing it with the, with the pair of guys, the guys who need it. Um, there's a whole community of people out there that look at archery. And I, I see this a lot every day and think, man, I can't do that. You know, there's just no way I've, I've, I'm missing my right arm, you know, from, from, from whatever, or he's, he's got a, you know, they don't think I can get around. Jason's a great example. Mm -hmm. um, we get a lot of guys come in and now because of Jason that are in shares that are shooting and shooting exceptionally well. And I think that is what's cool because you're kind of like saying, Hey, you know what, let's go concentrate on these vets. The, 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 the guys that are, that have, um, adaptive issues right? and let's build them up and then we'll catch all the guys, able-bodied guys along the way. That's and it, that is what's it's cool. It's like a reverse pyramid. It is you a know? thousand percent. And, and, you know that's why pyramid schemes number one don't work. And if you start, <laughs> if you start yeah. from the bottom, and it's like a, a good buddy of mine, uh, Bert Soren. I mean, fuck, I can't say enough good things about Bert. He owner of Sornex. He's like, hey, dude, if you want to build something, start brick by brick, and yeah. then everything it takes to make one brick start there. Yeah. And if you lay that foundation out like a ranch house layout, yeah. you know, and then just build up from there. And yeah. I think that's that's what it, the look in the vision i don't think we've ever stopped to really look at that yeah we just we're like we pick a direction and we go well and let's be honest you guys as a company 
are a company built by vets on vets, mm-hmm. the backs of vets. I mean, you guys, and you guys are all vets yourself for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, Brady, you definitely, um, I think what sniper, if you don't mind sharing with that, you're a mm-hmm. ex operational guy. I don't know what you, AJ. Nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> Got AJ, nothing. Will, AJ will <laughs> surprise <laughs> you, though. Like, so AJ Iquinta, he, he, he's, uh, for those of y'all that don't know, Knights of the Apex, uh, and, or the soon to be, the uh, uh, little knives of the apex or whatever you want to do. I promised I wouldn't become a knife guy because that's just I'm I'm out of budget. Yeah, but I gave you know. his first Montana knife company. People have been yeah nice enough to with this community. They give you things occasionally. Yeah. You get like cool knives when you hang yeah. out with the uh, cool people. Cool people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Find out he's messed with some of our guys on some of the other sectors. And <laughs> it's really. just like we we won't get into that. He's he's a little secret squirrel over there. But um, but, but most of your guys yeah. for the most part are coming out of that community. Correct. Um, and that's Correct. what I think is really really cool. And you know, and I've always said it that it's contagious. Oh, it is. And my son is in the service, and you know, it it changed his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that boy had no direction. I mean, zero. Mm-hmm. And now he's uh, hell, he's doing better than I am. I'm fifty three. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. I mean, I was I was lost in the sauce. I was oh, yeah. seventeen years old, thinking, yeah. man, what am I going to do here in Brownsville, Texas? There's yeah. shit to do down Just there. Just sign this contract. What am I yeah. like? I had a, I had a recruiter come in one day. I think I was half asleep. You lied to like, me. <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, you can. Join the military and be a hel- and join helicopter mechanics and I was like, oh, R and D development of helicopters. Hell yeah, I want to do that. Even though I was failing math. What did you imagine you would be doing as like seventeen year old Jason Deblansky? Like, no, I'm about to I show you guys and you're gonna laugh your ass off. Yeah, no, I was like, probably not. I was like, dude, <laughs> so I can be a pilot? He said, yeah, you come in, you're you're a mechanic, and then you become a pilot. It's really easy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Recruiters, man. All that <laughs> numbers. Fucking, they'll pump you junk, and they'll 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 get you in, and then all of a sudden, it's like, but you said they're like, who are you? You, you, you want to <laughs> see how funny it is? There he is, right there. <laughs> oh, I seen that. Photo. Oh, oh, oh. that? You guys can't see this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro. That was the day. Look at that's that brain. kid. Dude, that's the day. I <laughs> that's you got the bro. you got the Guido goatee and everything, bro. <laughs> yeah. This is the equivalent of when Joe Rogan pulls up a video and tells exactly. the guy to watch. Like, I wish you guys could see that. It's funny. You're Mexican. That's funny. Twenty years ago. Oh wait, that was you on the right. Oh that, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was twenty years go? ago. <laughs> and Michael Jackson did. Isn't it Man. weird? Like when when you look back at it, like I was just reading something today on 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 Afghan. Right, yeah. Afghanistan, and they're they're looking at sending three thousand troops back over. Back, right? Yep, yeah. back really? over. Why? For the stabilization of the capital. Um, wow. There's a U.S. embassy there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, like 2006, I remember going in, and it's like Ramadi was going on, all this stuff. I went yeah. to Iraq twice, and it was just like, man, that was cool. And I was like, oh, next mission, Afghan. I was like, okay. I'll re-enlist, mm-hmm. did, and here we are. It looks like we're starting over again. It's so, like dude, let me, let me ask you a question, later. man. Let's, let's, repeats yeah, itself. Let's, mm. let's go down a rabbit hole real let's quick. Do it. And this is stupid, probably. You might, yeah, I might freaking just get smoked by saying this, but, <laughs> um, you know, is it just me or does it seem like the country's always doing better when we're at war? It's like, uh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm we're united. Exactly. And I think that we need conflict. We got to have something to fucking do. Yeah, I mean, I we as humans, I think need it. Idle time is our worst enemy. Yeah. when we have, but but here's the thing: you can't just 
throw us in a conflict like like right. dude we like go, some we go stupid chase, one. like you're right we can go chase rebels in haram in, in africa right right which we've been doing for a long time congo you you name it mm-hmm. but no one's really going to support it what it, what sucks is that we need that sucker punch yeah, yeah. it seems like yeah. we need that sucker punch and, and i am in, in no place age or shape to say that i want anyone to die in order right. for us to go it, to war exactly. in order for us to be a unified country but just observation sake and yes, this is a little biased because I was in the military. My dad was Vietnam Air Marine. Mm-hmm. It's go- It's what it kind of takes, that conflict, because as long as there's man, there will be conflict. It's as old as Cain and Abel, Heck right? Yeah. And, yeah. and if you can find a way to unify that against evil, you know, as long as good men do something, there will always be a fight against evil. Yeah. And it, World War II, you know, Korea, Vietnam. Even though people want to forget Korea and Vietnam, the country still still came together on that. Yeah. Look, what 9/11. We, I remember the I lived oh, yeah. I grew up in New York. I remember the even the years after 9/11. Yeah. And that's Junior, How old were you in 9/11? 2001. Like, oh, I was like, like I was like eight. <laughs> dude, eight months old, dude. I was eight born in 2000. Old, I think I, something like that. So like now, I, see, here's here's another yeah. aspect. That's now the, like there's the whole generation that was growing up born post 2000 mm-hmm. that now are 18 and going to be those troops right. going there today right. to Afghanistan. And it's like, that, that's kind of surreal. It's like, it is. where are we going with this whole thing? Yeah. You know, I don't mind it. I love, I, I, I had a, I had a great time, but what I had a great time over there doing was with the guys like, you yeah. know, like, well, isn't it like a big, huge football team? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but a yeah. huge football team that's constantly in the showers together, like, <laughs> making jokes, popping towels, drawing dicks, like yeah, you name it. Exactly. If you go to any shitter in Afghanistan, there's a guarantee there's at least a dick, and a guarantee that's drawn by a marine. Why it's in the men's room and why we're drawing dicks, I don't know. But that's a, it must be a marine thing. Oh, that's so, so funny. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to see the dynamics out there and the, the differences in wall art. <laughs> There's some talented dudes yeah. over there. Yeah. Like, so we, my last deployment, so I went to Afghanistan the first time in 2002. Yeah. I mean, there was But you were those there. early, yeah, early was, guys. Yeah, I was in August of 2002, and all of our art was in porta-potties. So it was <laughs> constantly getting painted over and then redrawn. Did they ever put those big, like, easel pads? Mm-mm. Oh, so, so like, they gave you artwork. Okay, they gave yeah. it to you. So they really, in Ramadi, they uh, they literally came from Ramadi, started putting like easel pads That's so on the funny. walls in the bathroom. Just be like, we get you're gonna draw. So we'll do it on this. Draw and erase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Dude, it was, that's it was out of control in 2012 when I went back. So I had a 10 year gap between Afghanistan and did Iraq. In between, we uh, we wound up getting stuck. Our aircraft broke in uh camp stone uh, and it's all marines it's all recon marines and everything yeah. and i'm telling you the stuff that goes on there yeah just watch vet tv yeah yeah you got and marines and then you have like recon snipers and it's just like yeah <laughs> it's like that great that shadow area it's uh mufasa talks about yeah, in, oh, yeah. in the lion king like well, yeah you don't want to go over there <laughs> like, that's, that's, you got the marsoft guys and, yeah the marsakians we don't know what they really do it's, it's, weird. it's everywhere it's, that's wild we have it in the army too we have the infantry guys yeah they like, have the rangers coming out like you and i would have never met yeah had 
we if if we didn't have archery correct yeah you and i would absolutely not have met no i i, I guarantee it. even if i worked for black rifle yeah probably not yeah. but we we have a common ground that <clears throat> army marines to civilians and it's like this is this is a way that we build that bridge because mm-hmm. you and i can both talk to her blue in the face about getting out yeah you know and literally you you look in your hand and it looks like that compass that jack sparrow had when he didn't know where he was going where yeah. he was going yeah. and that thing's right. spinning exactly. you're just sitting there like and then panic sets in and then all the stuff that you you had a uh an outlet for is now blocked trying to get out because you don't have an outlet anymore well that's the thing I, you know one thing i know and you know my whole family been in the service I'm like done way past my grandparents and stuff and i was probably the one my dad never wanted me to really go so mm-hmm. he I, I was good in school so go to school but i i think the one thing i've noticed for you guys is that you guys got to have something to do when you get out i mean you're in pretty high stress high strong environment that where you're tempo. always yeah you're always in doing something and then all of a sudden you get out and you're like okay now what well, Scott, to your point, I think what you were saying about the country being at war and we're better, I think we have a purpose problem overall in this country. Yeah, exactly. it's, like, it's like the purpose-driven life aspect. Yeah, right, you right. need that. And I think that's what unites us as hunters and especially as archery hunters is we've elected to do something incredibly difficult. And that's yeah, why... That's a great exactly. way to put it. That's elected, a good one. We yeah. have elected ourselves like we stood up to the yeah, challenge. Yeah. It's like when you're, you know, and there are, there are certain communities that just get that, right? And it's like, I hate parties, but you find somebody like you see like just a glimpse of camo and like you're, yeah. you know, like you're like, right, do, you, do you hunt? You start talking, you're like, that's the only person you talk to all night. And I think, you know, as some of the best people I know are, are hunters and some of the best people I know are in the military. And, you know, when you look across all these, these kind of like these niche uh, communities, the the common thing is they all have a, a strong sense of purpose and that mission. And yeah. that's how I got linked up with Black Rifle was, through Isaac's dad, we were friends for a long time and he's the kind of personality that I'm like, look, anything that you do, you need help with, just I'm call me, yeah. I'll be there, whatever it is. If you need me to take trash, open a door, it doesn't matter. And uh, I got to help out at the Veterans Adaptive shoot and even being at your guys' event, the L Camp, and talking to some of the vets there, that was one of the core things that you that you guys were talking about is there, there's everybody searching for that sense of purpose again yeah, and that camaraderie exactly. again. You know, that's what makes those events cool. And, you know, I was thinking about this even when we got done with the event that, you know, as hunters and as archers as a whole, um, those events, I think, are awesome. I have more fun talking shop yeah. with the guys, um, sharing the stories, you know, uh, the how we hunt, what we do. Mm-hmm. Then we, you know, even when we're doing the presenting part of it, you know, the presenting part of it's got a purpose, of course, um, classroom type. But, man, just hanging out. You know, talking shop. I know I seen you guys, you guys were like talking constantly. I mean, and, and that's awesome because you get to share and man, I mean, we're dudes. I know. We need that, that kinship, man. <laughs> you know? Gotta have yeah. And that's what I love. And you know, it's funny. We were talking that we were, we're probably going to host more of those type of events that are going to be more like a clubhouse. Yeah. You know, and even like if a, it's a like local. A yeah, type. exactly. Yeah. And it may be just local, but you know, just try to, like you guys are doing, mm-hmm. try to get this community up and, and expand. And, you know, we have a, we did something with women and Jason's wife got a chance to do it. And that that's growing now where we're taking um, women that don't get a chance to hunt mm-hmm. that want to and get them out there on a ranch and go hunt. Um, we took 
four ladies, his wife and three other ladies. And uh, I, me and another guy, buddy of mine guided them mm-hmm. for three days. And dude, it was just awesome. <laughs> you know, now the Monster. first the first thing I got was all these guys, you know, all their husbands. Where yeah. I go? I want to go new. Yeah. No way, dude. Were they all like had they hunted before? We had two of them that had hunted a lot and two of them were, you know, not hunted right. a lot. And right. that's what made it so good. So the the two ladies that are hunters got to mentor the, the other the two. Were, yeah. And even though I was guiding yeah. and kind of running the show, man, they got to feed on each other. Yeah, you just kind of sat back and just oh, like, it was amazing, watch dude, yeah. to watch that whole thing transpire. We got all of it on film. We're, nice. create, we're creating little mini movies, cinematic yeah. movies out of it. Um, it was amazing. There's, a, there's, I, I am all for those projects and those, those, <clears throat> those ventures of you know, like her good buddy in Georgia does like hunter recruitment projects yeah, and all that. Right. And it, it's just like if every state could have a chapter of something like that, it doesn't have to be connected. Like, it, I'm not worried about one person getting the credit. I want like my vision for this country is like i don't care who, who gets the credit i don't care, care who right, gets the money like, right. like community let's build it let's, let's get it let's, done let's get yeah. Hell yeah. Again. Hell like, yeah. same con same concept so, that, that we have to build this country it's like find a common ground go that direction does it mean i got to do it the same way you do no are we still going the same direction yeah Okay, so I'm glad you said that because I wanted this is something we were I wasn't I wanted to talk about. Man, we're going around the horn here, but <laughs> Bro, let's um, do it. Let's, I'm, let's, I'm glad you brought that up because I had a question for you on this. How do you handle? And I see this a lot in this in this community because as much good as there is out there in people wanting to do good, how do you? And you know you're going to know what I'm talking about. And I've, how do you handle those individuals or those groups that are using this veteran? para community as just a bullshit publicity stunt <laughs> i freaking hate that shit there's i mean man and there's a there's, shit ton of them and, and, and they, I, mean, I was a member as a shot for a, one organization i'm not gonna name it and who it is i did it for two or three years that just they're the poster child for it and i backed out because i was like these people are not in this the road to hell know, is paved with good intentions bro, it's man. and it's so self and they're so self-absorbing yeah. they're so uh you know, they're, the guys like Jason are nothing but a, a figure stone for them to, to yeah. sta- stand on the back of. A lot of. of that's ignorance, though. A lot of it starts as ignorance and it grows into stupidity because at some point along the way, someone has sat there and been like, guys, like a bunch of you that were ignorant in the first place, put a group together. Good on you to help vets. Right. Good on you. You grabbed a vet. Good on you. Now he's poster child for everything you do. You're taking him away from his life just to be there. And he stay, he, he's there for the beginning pictures and the end pictures. Yes, and exactly. And he's on the phone in the corner through the whole event while you guys are collecting all this money. Exactly. And he gets maybe what? 50, maybe 10% of that? Goes to Most those, of them nothing. Maybe. So, I talked yeah. to a couple guys, nothing. Yeah. So like, I, I see I know this. That, that's where that transparency, if you really like, for those of y'all out there, if, if you come across a nonprofit like that, ask to see their transparency and, and their, their financials and everything like that. And where and what goes to the actual veterans? Like, yeah, that's the, and that, yeah, because that's. And I, I know you got to weed through them, and hopefully that comes to light later and shuts them down to a degree. Right, but those they will. Yeah, it, it's a matter of time. So I see this regularly. So I'm I'm a friend of Black Rifle, right? My my page, but I get hit up probably once a month by a new quote unquote veteran charity organization. And the thing that I always tell them is I almost try and talk them out of starting their own because I'm like, there's already 1,500 God, yes. veteran charities out there. And if you talk to the charities that are actually 
making a difference and are actually making an impact, they need resources and people. They don't need another charity unless you already right. have a some sort of like affiliation or niche or like you have a group of veterans that you're planning on like, okay, we're going to help like our tribe. Uh, you know, somebody trying to be the next Black Rifle Coffee Gives or Boot Campaign or something like that. Right. You're, those those already exist. So right. if you want to really help, jump on board with that, right? Like, like get yourself started. Get yourself started. Find exactly. Right, get mentored. Learn how to follow. Yeah. Like we were talking about the other day. Yes. Learn how to follow in order to lead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do, do you want to help? Like a lot of people say they want to help, but they want to help the way they want to help. And right? They, they don't know, want they to fill in. credit for it. Exactly. hundred oh, percent. Like, exactly. Who gives a fuck what the credit or who the credit goes to. Yeah. If you're worried about credit, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Let's, yeah. be, let's be honest. Most of these people we're talking about are philanthropists of sorts. They're multi-billionaires yeah. and they're egomaniacs. Oh, yeah. not even you're though. Never, you, you're really, starting to see yeah. now with social media, you, it's not just those guys. Because those guys you can kind of tell right away. And at least they have money. And if you can kind of drive that money in a positive mm-hmm. direction towards a good right towards a good organization then at least they're being productive and you, but there's a lot of guys starting up that sound really good that are just like us around this table right now just trying to start like a, a brand right right good intentions again good yeah. yeah you have to keep yourself accountable yep and it's and it's like good intentions are great until shit goes sideways mm-hmm. and yeah. then you really get adversity thrown in your in your nonprofit's way right yeah that's Character is tested when you're up against it. And if you're not doing the right thing when no one's watching, right. you know, like like yesterday, me and Logan were talking about just this. I'm not going to name any names or companies. Someone tried throwing, you know, my name out of, under the bus. And I backed it up and I was like, hey, dude, character, doing what you're told or, yeah. or doing the right thing when no one's watching or when no one knows about it. Or right? no one told you to. Exactly. exactly. And, I, and you know, I pulled up the right information and was like here and, he, and they, I mean it was all squashed but at the same time it's like if you're not it, when you're up against something dude you cannot take the easy way because when you take that easy way especially with nonprofits, whether you're a 501c3 or 501c19 or whatnot where it's like 50% yeah. more vets or it's like 50% majority of the board is vets it has to be right right it doesn't matter whether you're one of those or the other if when shit hits the fan, if you take that easy route, it's gonna it's gonna fuck you in the ass on the on the on the when it comes back around, uh-huh. and it's gonna. Okay. I mean, Wounded well, Warrior know, Project went through it exactly. Warrior Project. I have no problem muddying the waters. Once no. when you guys, I'll call them out because I don't mind getting called out. Like, <laughs> right. but I will say spade this: they spade, did though. revamp. Yeah, I they heard they did. Yeah, they're they working on it. That, and it was funny you say that that brand probably about three years ago was like cancer. You just didn't oh go my near god, it. yeah. And now people were taking it off. off. Under Armour was like, oh, uh-uh. we had oh, a my company had we to had drop a, them too. Yeah, yeah, we had a company right here down the road, and they were called uh, what was it? Um, uh, Oasis for Wounded Warriors, yeah. and they changed your name to Oasis for Warriors because yeah. they just didn't want to be affiliated. When you get that much money and people are pulling six figures on yeah, a nonprofit, exactly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, the top? And the here's the thing: should be getting six figures that exactly. you're trying to help. Like it's false advertising too, because you don't have. The Black Rifle is a pro, it's a it's a for profit organization, right? But yeah. having hung around with them, they do more for not just veterans, but like. Just seeing the amount of care and time the employees take, just talking to people and relating to them and right. just trying to, again, instill that sense of purpose and like give them something and get them out to events and all these things. 
they're they're doing more than most of the 501c3s that i'm aware of yeah it's yeah, for profit yeah, yeah. And, so uh, it's, it's like and they're employing veterans they're giving yeah. them jobs they're, they're not just handing them i mean listen it's great that we can you know create organizations that give out bows and stuff like that but at the end of the day if you're giving somebody a job now they've got a sense purpose. of purpose that's exactly. even more powerful yeah. in a well and it's ways. funny and that's why i wanted to bring it up because my whole charter when i met jason i mean jason and i are my best friends now and he's a big part of my life and I wanted to do things for him and others like him in his community. But I'll tell you, the more I dug into it, the more I looked at it from the outside, I said, man, I don't know if I want to be a part of those groups I mean, because they're, they're polarizing. You don't, you got some bad ones, you got some good mm-hmm. ones. And that's why we kind of switched gears and, you know, women and kids are a big charter now yeah. because it's, I think it's a hole in the industry yep. and we're trying and it is. I got and saying they're the next, if, like they're, they're, they're coming up. It's like, oh. Spartan women only gave birth oh, no, to Spartans, bro. right? Exactly. And that was the thing. And it's like, if we don't take care and learn from our mistakes now and work on, cause like, look at it this way. Vets that get out after combat are like children. Yeah. Right. And if we don't take care of that, they're going to like, we're the ones raising the next generation of archers or, or outdoor or hunters or whatnot. We take care of the vets that then pass that, pass that mission on to their families, their families. That, that then grow that yes that that installation that is the outdoor community and it's like god I, I like right now i'm just so passionate about this and i don't know if it's coffee talking or whatnot but like i just can't get the words out but man it's like we have to sit down and handle what we don't want to do that we think is going to be boring yes it's like you have to do it's like you can't just go arrest bad guys all the time right. because you got a lot of paperwork to do. And that sometimes you got the bad cops that are like, no, nah, I don't want to do paperwork. That's why I don't do. It's like, dude, yeah. you have to do that. You yeah. have to do the shitty part of it. And that's because that will come back tenfold. And that's going to be the glue that holds it together in your plans in the future right. is those little shitty parts. Well, that's, that's, the the, that's the heavy lifting that no one wants to go through. Yeah, really everybody wants to be well, a gangster till it's time to do gangster yeah, shit. I, right? I have a saying, uh, <laughs> I have a saying that if, if mama shoots, everybody shoots. And that's why we kind of went that direction. But you know, that's a good, that's, that's a, a good great. way. Yeah. Like, oh, like oh, yeah. dude, the women of this world, number one. And I tell everybody this, I have no problem as a, as a, former military sniper women are the best shots in the world dude you could Hands not down. absolutely dude <laughs> so listen to this so jason tabanski goes crazy because his <laughs> wife courtney who i coach a little bit now well i'm trying to get her to shoot competitively yeah because courtney can leave her bow on the ground and never touch it for a year she did this actually this year she hadn't probably shot in over like a year six months. yeah six months she comes in and drops dimes instantaneously. <laughs> will wear his ass out. And he's been practicing nonstop for six months. Yeah. And it makes him crazy. Dude, my, my woman, she, uh, three months of shooting a compound, mm-hmm. Robin Hood. And like, I was like, you know it why? It took me eight years. Can, can I tell you why? Why? So, as a coach, um, I get a lot of customers that come in, couples, and they want to take up archery. And so I'll set up two bows, we'll take them in the back, teach them how to shoot their bow. I will get a phone call probably 65, 70% of the time from the husband. Hey, bro, there's something wrong with my bow. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, my wife's already shooting at 40 yards, a group like the size of a soda pop can. I, I can't do anything at 20. And I'm, I start laughing. I'm like, yeah. It's dude. definitely the bow's fault. Uh, yeah. And, I tell, and then I have that really tough conversation with them. Say, hey, uh, guess what, man? I, I hate to tell you this, but the reason is, is because your wife listens. And he's like, what do you mean? 
and this is a true story. This is how it works. If I asked it, Courtney and I told Courtney, Hey, if you want to shoot really well, you've got to stand on your head, turn backwards, draw your bow with your left pinky toe and shoot it. She would try. I feel Without, like you just, and, and you just never took qu- on the persona of Cheech Marin and Tin Cup when he's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He's like, what was that? He's like, I'm, I'm slicing. And he goes, yeah. take all the change out of your right pocket, put it in your yes. left pocket, take your gun, put it behind your ear. Yeah. And then he just like zings it down the foot. <laughs> well, and, it, and it's hilarious because she will, most women will do that without fail or try or yeah. die trying. If I ask a guy to do that, the first question, he's the first thing. And we as men do this. Why? Why? Uh, I mean, I, I can think I can think I can do it better the other way. Ego. If I pull with my left hand, maybe instead of my left pinky, I can shoot better. Mm. And it's that ego, that testosterone. We challenge everything as men. That's the way we are. Yeah. And that is what holds men back and why women. So what I always see is women get really good quick. Uh-huh. The guys take longer to get there. But now when the guys figure it out, they start to surpass just based off right. of our physicality and, right. and, and our passion for it. And but, that, I think that's and it's not that women don't have a passion no. for it. It's just. They're like, okay, what next? They're wired different. Yeah, they're yeah. wired different. I think they haven't different. had, uh, or they haven't had an example that like mainstream women would want to look to too. Yeah. Like now, like so many, I mean, so many of the employees of Black Rifle Coffee, like they've gotten into archery now, and even dude, like, Jessica. Oh, uh, I mean, yes. there's so many. Yeah. You could, yeah, oh, you, yeah. yeah. You're yeah, watching Jess, Jess, yeah. yeah. Dude, she, dude, Jess, okay. Nicole, Jess, like, Nicole. There's yeah. so many, and yeah. it's great because now I didn't realize like how. Because I know there are guys like this where like you'll see a Cam Haynes or, or you know a Snyder or whoever, and you're like, I I want to try and get to that level. Yeah, women are the same way. Oh, like yeah. they when they have a realistic example of like the potential, right? Then and it's not just like some you Unless know want to be ins- a superwoman. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's- and She's incredible. Unless, like, whereas before, like, you could just write it off as like they're just doing it for Instagram. Yeah, kind right, of right, but right, when right, they right. see examples of like actual women shooting and crushing it and like getting after it, like, then they're like, "Oh, this is this is for us." You Dude, know? I'm telling you, Jessica. And that's, Jessica's our air, our local area rep for Black Rifle Coffee. Right. And she came in with her bow last a couple of weeks ago. I think it was. Yeah, before she came right. up to uh, before she went to tack, Snowbird to Snowbird. Yeah. So she's going to Snowbird, which I've shot, and I tell you, is probably one of the toughest tack it courses is. that total archer challenge does and i when she did i was like oh my god the so things like a sheep hunt yeah yeah we built her i think 18 arrows <laughs> that she took and i heard she only lost like two or three yeah yeah, yeah. do you she know did. how incredible incredible that is yeah. no so what happened was when she came into salt lake she's like yeah i went into leading edge i'm like oh good i'm like, glad i got you dialed like i see, saw her see, arrow set up let me, and everything let me say something real, real and, quick leading edge wait, like he's all the way up in salt lake yeah all right and i'm not i'm not like, uh, and I'll be the first one to say, Black Rifle is not exclusive with any bow shop, but I yeah, will no. say this. When you hear the name Leading Edge, you know that if you've got your bow set up there, it's respected and it's like, okay, I know she's got it. It's going to be good. Dialed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I was like, cause Jesse, Jesse was like the one helping you out. And then you're yeah. like, oh, you got to get, yeah. and she told me everything. So yeah, I'm already dialed up to 80. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> and I saw him like, okay, I see, I, she, I see. How many pounds? She's like, what, 40? Like, yeah, she was one. Yeah, she was one. She was at forty so something. Yeah, she comes up. And I'm like, all right, she's seventy right now, and she's like, what? She's like, cut it to me. I'm like, she's seventy right now. Straight cold. Go. I want to see this, and she's like, okay, and she just pulls back. Like everything, like form, like her form is awesome. Everything is good, <laughs> and she just like pulls through her shot. 
and I just see that arrow like that, you know, and just rise. How high did it go? Dude, it was going high. It was pretty high. It was going high. And I was like, (laughs) and then I see it. She just sinks it in the ten ring. Bro, but Uh, that's the thing. Like she came here. Jess Jesse worked with her. Yeah, sure. She you you and Roger talked to. Yeah, she had like she could have taken probably gotten the same thing done at any almost any bow shop. But it was the confidence of the guys here at Leading Edge that like instilled her like, hey. Here's your bow. Here's and and they'll here they walk you through it. Yeah. Like Roger, he'll either talk to you while you're doing it if you already know what he's doing. But if you're not, he's sitting there talking you through what you're doing. And Scott will do the same thing. And it's and what you don't realize is it's instilling that confidence. You know, right. mm-hmm. a lot of these bow shops, and I'm not going to name any names, but like Missoula, Montana, right? Great place. You think that they would have a great system of a bow community and bow shops it's very kind of cutthroat up there and so yeah, it, I've heard in that. turn the it's West. like you hand them a bow and they just take it to the back They're like all right we'll have it for you tomorrow yeah. next it's like, yeah so you know it's uh, funny you say i know a lot of shops do that exact program where they're they have a guy in the back or in the upstairs and he yep. does everything and we're really big on transparency i want yeah. you to watch our techs working on your equipment even to the point that i invite them behind the counter to to interact with the process yeah. every because time i come every time i come in like peace yeah. of mind because exactly when because i come from shields that's where like my right. like where i started i think shields you know. does that don't they yeah they so, get the guy in the back yeah uh no, no they're, they're actually a problem oh, yeah. okay cool Shields started bringing yeah, them out so front they're out yeah. front um just more just engaging with customers yeah, you know exactly. like because we yeah. you know like over there it's kind of like customers always first you know yeah. we take care oh, of yeah. the customer it's like yeah. usually and if, if, if someone's going back like doesn't want you to watch them it's probably because their confidence yeah, is not something there. going on there yeah, yeah and it's exactly. like when i first i remember when it, it was a bear 2012 bear encounter that i bought in 2013 great bow right and it was the guy in the back that set it up and then even like they take you to the back and they're like all right let's see you shoot and blah blah, blah I'll work with you but it's in the back it's like it's not yeah. out front and so i remember walking in and i'm not you know no paid partnership or anything with shields right now or anything like that but shields is like boom here we are we have right. a vice out in the middle it's like right. in the middle of the target middle of the aisles yep. and i'm like okay this is it, cool it, i can respect that yeah. and then i realize and then i come to meet uh mule deer jesus's son and he's like <laughs> no nah, i was a shields and i was like instantly i was like okay i can respect that and then yeah. it's just like this guy's 21 teaching me all this stuff and i'm like yeah. oh okay all right yeah, i'm gonna shut I up mean, and listen with like so. with shills because what's cool about it is you you know the range is right there too right. with windows and you get like the kids or oh yeah like some of the guys that like wander off from their wives looking at their right. clothes yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. and they're just like man like they get really interested like once they see like I mean, it's. I mean, we're like five yards. Right. Right. But still, though, it's like right. you're seeing an arrow go through a target, and they're like, "Man, that's, that's like it's pretty badass." badass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh and then they start like asking you questions, yeah. and then you like tell them, give them prices, and then they're like, oh, "All right, I gotta ask the wife. I gotta yeah. make sure." You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then he comes out, he's like, "You know, you could get a shield credit card." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's and then I, I try to play that. And they're like, "Oh no, I got enough credit cards," yeah. or and then. There's times where I would do full on setups and I like, get them going, and then like, oh man, I gotta call the wife first. After that, I'm like, make sure I'm good. You set up <laughs> then, yeah, I'm like, like, all right, we gotta take off the site for now. I think the rest is good. Yeah, <laughs> you know that I mean? sucks. Like, start cutting but, back. It's like, well, you can't really shoot. But you know, that, back to Jessica though. Anyways, yeah. I hope she's an example of a woman who listened to everything Jesse yep. taught her. Um, we went through and set the bow up right, and she got really good really fast. And I think she, as part of that is, you know, I hope she 
takes archery and grows with it now mm-hmm. because yeah. she could be one hell of a shot. I'm talking like yeah. shoot at a at a high level tournament wise if she yeah. wanted to. Oh yeah, I'm so glad we have her. Um, as yeah, she's far as awesome. like competent competency goes, like there, there's black rifle like. We have a, a thing for just finding competent individuals, whether yeah. they're military or not, that help. And like I said, that's that those little glue parts that hold our company together. She is one of those major assets to it. And then, she, you know, every time she talks to us, she's like, "Can I bring my bow? Can I bring my bow?" <laughs> and it's like, so, it's yeah. like, just bring your bow. Bring your bow. Yeah. And, 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 well, you know what's cool about it too. So, and I may be wrong about this, but you guys can tell me. Um, it looks like. Black Rifle, from a management perspective, and I mean, when I talk about top-down management, you know, I've been, I've been very high-level in different organizations throughout my career. Um, they seem to give you guys a ton of rope and really let you kind of build your own program mm-hmm. without yeah. a lot of top-down economics. Yeah. Um, so, like, because you guys it, are all kind of rebels. It is. Everybody we, I've met. we are. I mean, <laughs> so it, it was kind of funny because like everyone put me on. You know, I was on Vet, Vets React when I did. Right. Well, that was like the first thing I ever did with Black Rifle. And it was me, Logan, and and everyone's like, we want to see Brady and Logan again. And then it's like, people are like, wait, they're both Marines and they're both, you know, school trained guys. And it's just like, we we shouldn't have to tell someone how to work. But if we have to do the guidance. Right. It'll be there. Right. Like, like if, you, if you need direction, cool. If you I'm need not, help. I'm not, exactly. Right. I'm not going to walk you through something. I'm not going to hold your hand. Right. But we're huge on like, you know, learn one, do one, teach one. Right. Right. And, and if you can't, if that mindset's not there, we'll take a little bit more time with you. But it's the concept but of perspective that. You, you know what? And you know what that's got to be from? And I mean, let's think about it. And I've never done this, but you guys will probably walk walk us through it real quick but i imagine when you guys are in a military combat situation you had an end goal you mm-hmm. knew what your end goal was you probably had a a, a plan of attack on what you were going to do to get there mm-hmm. but once you get in theater Every, shit changes everything shit changes quick yeah. so yeah, you guys have minute. yeah you yeah. have to adapt like yesterday i mean we had a we had a great podcast with roger and um and marco two of our roger works for me then marco one of our affiliates and he's he's practically works here yeah and um and we were, it was Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and it was awesome because they were talking about how they adapt everything in the military. I mean, mm-hmm. how Roger has to, you know, fix Humvees and put their own, you know, their own armor on it, basically, which yeah. I thought was just crazy. So my, my point is, is that you guys are quick to do that and confident, because you have to be confident in those decisions, yeah. or he kill you. If, if you're not and now confident, you do that in corporate, like, like, even if you're going to fuck up, but you fuck up with confidence. Yeah. Oh, you got my respect. And the Hell thing yeah. is, it's like it, the military, there's a reason why the saying is adapt and overcome. There's yeah. a reason that's there. Yeah. Like it's because we have to. And if, and if, so in the Marine Corps, it's like positive mental a- attitude, right. PMA, because they know it's just going to suck. <laughs> like, all right, embrace the suck. And what, and yeah. what I mean by that, for those of y'all out there, it's like it, just, recognize have the patience and recognize that your situation sucks all right noted that's an overlay mm-hmm. get it out of the way don't even think about it because it's already going to be there yeah. now just try to have a positive mental attitude and you're going to see how much that's going to affect your ability to adapt and problem solve like if right. you're sitting there discussing problems you're going to be stuck but if you're sitting there like give me an end state but don't micromanage yeah let them go see how they do not every way is going to be exactly like right like Jason does it or the way Scott or Isaac or, or anybody here. But if the principles are there, 
and you can reach my end state, I'm going to be happy. And if you can right. instill that confidence, and the more you do that, the more you let these individuals learn themselves while they're doing these things. It's, it's man, I, I tell you, I hope you're building something yeah, for the future. And I hope you as a corporation, you guys, and um, uh, the black rifle brass listen to this. And I hope you guys never hire a corporate guy. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Cause I tell you, I've, I've lived it. I've been in yeah. two very big aerospace companies. And um, the minute that they hire that corporate figurehead, that's got the resume two miles long. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they think that he's the one who spearheaded the company and took them from 18 million to 500 million. It ain't him. Mm-hmm. It's the people. Mm-hmm. And, I hope you guys never hire a guy like that because well, you can you, have both, right? The president right now, he's been with uh, Taco Bell and News of Marine. Davin, oh, and Davin. Davin. Yeah. Tom Davin's the man. Was, I mean, he's a that's a dude man. that was. He's a Marine. Yeah. yeah. He's a, every time I see him, a difference. and I go, and it's not was, it's he is a Marine. He is. Once a Marine, You're always, always a Marine. Because I know yeah. my, my dad, who I still call sir, would, <laughs> would look at me and go, what did you say? <laughs> yes, sir. Once a Marine, always a Marine. And he'll That's go awesome. simplify do or die. And I'm That's just like, awesome. He's old breed, man. Like, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you guys, you guys are doing it right from a, I tell you, I mean, I've, I've been around a lot of corporations. You guys are, you guys are doing it right. And it's, it's just refreshing to see the difference in how you guys operate. And it's amazing. We, it's really we cool. love like not giving a fuck and being like, we're going to do it however we see fit. And we're yeah. going to adapt. Whether we bring on, you know, <clears throat> civilians, military men, women, it doesn't matter. Like uh, it's, it's so cool because everyone's like, like when everyone found out that I was work, starting to work for black rifle, they're like, so what are you doing? Like, uh, like, yeah, we already carry black rifle. I'm like, no dude, I'm, I, I have nothing to do with the coffee side, but you know, what's like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, that's yeah. how big black rifle is now. Yeah. Like, this is a means to an end. You it guys, is. it is not, you guys aren't really, I mean, this is, this is, our know, boat. I, this is your boat. Yeah. yeah. And what's funny is it, you know, we've, talked to each other now for two or three months since yeah. tack and not once have you tried to pimp the coffee it no. does it, it does it on its own because it's amazing really anyways yeah. and 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 even jessica on that side of it you guys are so much more than just this cup of coffee it's a lifestyle yeah it's it, well so it's funny you say that you know i i have built this entire shop on community mm-hmm. i mean to the point that you know there you know you, you go through those rough times in your life and you think man i'm just ready to pack it in you know because things are getting tough and then you sit there and I sit there and think about all the people that have built their lives around this archery shop. And, and that's the damn truth. I'm talking they're a part of their life is here and it's a community we've built. I'm on responsible. Yeah. I'm responsible you went for that. From carrying that patch on your shoulder, Jason, to wearing it for our country and shooting a bow. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's, that's part of, that's sick, part man. of the community that's that, so cool. that Scott here is like, dude, you're doing something right. And like, yeah. remember earlier in this podcast when we were talking about character, right? So when those times get hard and you're like, man, I just want to fucking give up. Like, yeah. Jesus, everything seems like it's caving in on you. That's when you need to double down in what you started in the, the principles of why you started this. Yes, That's when you need to double down even more, yeah. not take an easy way out of being like, oh, he offered me all this money and it would help me out right now. It's like, no, dude. Put your ass to the grindstone, get, get it to fucking work, and remember why you started this. Yeah, boy. And when you plateau, help somebody else out with their journey. Yep. That, yeah. that grows Dude, your entire world. It's funny because like it's that right there is when you're having a hard time, reach out and help somebody. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dude, that's like, great I advice. Learned, I learned that from Bert Soren. The dude, I can always tell when I need to call Bert, and I'm kind of <laughs> throwing him under the bus here, but he'll go, hey, brother, how you doing? And I'll get a text from him like 2.30 in the morning or something like that, and it's just like... 
I'll reach out and I'll call him that day. I was like, hey, man. He's like, ah, oh, you know, just just seeing how you're doing. I'm like, Bert, I know you, man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we first first major time me and him hung out was 40th birthday elk hunt. And I took him on in Montana in, in the Lolo. And, and, you know, how that haunt, that's that's a whole other story for another podcast. But that it was nowhere near trophy bull or, or like it was a legal bull, but it was a, kind of a raggy. And uh, it's in his it's in his office. Like he has no other bull in his office except for that one. And it's just, that's just awesome. It's like, that's that right there. If you're ever having a trouble in your life and you think, go help somebody, go, go help somebody. It's, it's need to make that a t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) No, for real, dude, that's actually, that's amazing. It, I started doing that from, you know, Bert leads by example. And when you can lead by example and people don't even have to be like, Oh no, he told me to try it. Yeah. It's just a great example. And, and you go out, you try it, and you're like, wow, that felt really good. And then all of a sudden, it's like, man, I just zoomed through what I thought was going to be a terrible day. And it turned out to be really great. And I got everything done right. and just started with that one little act of kindness. Man, now, if you so can't hit a stop sign at 20 yards, maybe don't help someone with archery. <laughs> but yeah. something else that they need help with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah like... Um, yeah, if, you, if you're having a little trouble in that area, you might want to <laughs> yeah. start with a big yeah. target. Come to leading edge, talk to these guys. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Though. Try and hit the wall. Yeah, yeah. But you're you're 100 correct. That that whole helping someone helps yourself is something that I lived by. I don't know the first couple of years. And Scott saw me. I used to coach a lot. Mm-hmm. I used to coach vets, and then I went to coaching kids, stuff like that. Because even when I was sucking on the range, I just throw my bow on the side and go teach someone else how to do it. I was like, man, that feels it feels amazing. Oh, it's awesome. I'm going to go yeah. pick up my bow now it's, and shoot with a smile on my face. It's the total opposite of what we were talking about in the very beginning. It's like conflict brings us together. Yeah. Right? But when you want to do something for yourself and you want to be selfish, be selfish in the act of kindness yeah. towards others. Because oh, yeah. it's going to help you yeah. more than it helps someone else. Like everyone that, that's a giver is like, like David Faraday, Faraday's troops first out of Dallas, right? He was like, this isn't even for you guys. Like, this helps me more than, right. he's, he's a big belligerent, like, sarcastic guy, but heart of gold. More American, he's from Ireland, more American than anybody I know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this really isn't therapy for you guys. I mean, I'm sure it is, but this is great for me. I just, it, like, yeah. because I see the smile on y'all's face. Like, he found me in a time that I, that, you know, was pretty dark. And he just, he was like, "Oh, you, you're going through some shit. Fuck, this is for me." I'm like, "All right." And it's just funny how how the ripple effect. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you do something good, and in return, it's like life's like, "Hey, dude, you know what karma is? Well, here's some good stuff. Here's <laughs> yeah. some good karma." You know? Yeah. So no, there's I mean, no doubt about it. That's um, <laughs> I think that's part of a lot of people and how they. That's how we operate. I mean, we're I'm an educator first. You know, businessman third. Um, and my 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 other financial partner is hates that about me. <laughs> it's not always good for the bottom line. But no, you know, just but, power, but here's the thing: I always say that, man, that that the, that stuff will come later. You know, mm-hmm. the money, the profitability, the growth, and all that. That'll be a byproduct of doing the right thing. Right. Always. You know, up front. And yeah, like Jason said, we're we're real big on that. We're educators. We're teachers. Um, I want people to understand, and I want to help them become better at whatever it is they do. With, I don't care what it is. I mean, archery, fishing, you name it. And I've been blessed to do a lot of things in the outdoor world. But, um, and you guys are right there. And that's why I think 
we get along really well. Mm-hmm. I think we have that same charter. Most everyone I've met from Black Rifle, man, we befriended like almost immediately. It, it, it's it's don't stop, just keep going. Yeah, just keep moving, man. Your path. I, I'm a firm believer that you know the creator's got a path already laid out. You just it, it's already there, regardless of good or bad, and that's that helps me through a lot of the hard times. Is like, yeah. man, it's already laid out. All I gotta do is just go through it. Yeah. Take one step in front of the other. Stay if the course. Shit, if it's crappy, if it's a shitty day, then that's what I have. Someone's exactly. trying to teach me something today. Yeah. You know? Well, that's and, a good one, too. I mean, it's just, yeah, you, you learn that stuff when you spend home, a lot of time home, alone. Homeboy's got all these cliches that he needs to, like, just write them down. I've he's ready. Sp- he's got quotes on a t-shirt already. Does he's, he really? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> We've been spending all week with him. It's like a walking fortune cookie. Oh, it's right? amazing. <laughs> my, my notes are full. And I'm like, yeah. I'm over here. I'm like, man, this guy is like, this is surreal. <laughs> like Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, over here, like, learn, like rule number two. Because I do, I do a lot of, number I, one. I grew yeah. up doing a lot of the wrong oh. things. Yeah, and there you go. My, my father, my father would be like. Like when I would come back from something and he goes, what'd you learn? You know? And I, if I said, well, nothing or didn't, so oh, I didn't learn anything. He, it, well, he, he would say nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. And I started learning real quick. Cause I started doing a lot of like a lot of things that he would ask me that. And I started learning real quick that if I, even if I didn't think I learned something, if I just picked something out from that event or like that action or whatever I did, he would talk to me about it. Right. But if I said I didn't learn anything, he'd go, okay. And walk away. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, if I have the patience to recognize where I'm at, you know, and, and try to pull something out of anything I go through in life, then I can find a relative thought to transfer that to anything else. Right. You know? And that's bow hunting, right? I mean, how many, we were, Dude, yeah. we were just, you know, how many times do you go out and you know, we were, we were stalking around the, the oh, ranch the other day. a big metaphor for life. It is, yeah. yeah. And, and we were stalking around. It was an area where we didn't really know. We weren't familiar with. We didn't know any of the animals' patterns on there, right? We, we ran into some hogs last light, right? Came to full draw. Didn't get a, to put a shot on. But you got some data, right? right? Like you had a little win. And now next time you go out, now you have a little bit more understanding of okay animals are traveling down these corridors this is what they're using this is what they're not and you can start putting those puzzle pieces together i I never whenever we bow whenever i'm bow hunting and i've tried to apply this to everything in life if you can exactly what brady was saying if you can pull some sort of lesson from it it wasn't a complete loss Mm -hmm. right like that's you could look at it like a complete loss and get discouraged and then throw your bow down and not pick it up for a whole other year that's if you're i call them bone collectors yeah yeah. we call those guys bone collectors where the end of the journey is collecting the bone, collecting mm-hmm. the antlers, yeah. and that's not it. No. I mean, if you're if that is your goal, I think you're in hunting for the wrong reason. And that yeah. stops people from being great. When <clears throat> when you listen to the guys that you guys had speaking, right? It was all the little things. It was yeah. a journey. It was a journey. It was all the little yeah. things, and yeah. those little things were accumulations of lessons, like thousands of little lessons yeah. learned over time. Everything from knowing to step on this rock and not this patch of dirt, like yeah. all those little things just accumulate. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Numbers, that's good, good stuff, good stuff. Um, let's get back to the original conversation. <laughs> we went around the world. Um, like for the archery stuff that you guys are doing here locally in San Antonio, I guess maybe even looking at it from um, the standpoint of globally, mm-hmm. you guys are really, it sounds like your charter is going to be to take this sport and make sure that we use it as a therapeutic form of um, recovery for our vets right. and our para guys who may or may not even think that they have the ability to shoot a bow. Right, right. Is that correct? So it, 
one thing that we ever it used to be trigger therapy right yeah, right trigger therapy pew pew you know opera tactical all that stuff and it was like yeah and then um it just got to a point where like you can go and do guns and stuff but then it's just and this is before it the whole archery and veterans thing came about and there right. were there's always been vets in archery but it's just like the repetition of the fundamentals of precision transferred over into an archery concept right is so much more finite you know it's very close to getting behind a precision rifle gotcha. but you're looking at all the pieces of a precision rifle rather than it's already put together right gotcha. so now you have to make your precision rifle and you have to make sure your counterbore is accurate. You know the, the bullet jumps accurate. The, re, the you're using the right reamer. Is your reamer sharp? Who, are you turning the barrel? How many thread pitches are you doing? You got to put that thing together. But in an archery standpoint, that's how I see it. And the precision of that is what is calming to me because if you rush it, it you're gonna suck. Yeah. You know, and, and it requires patience and it slows you down. So like when you get that mental checklist and you're on the range or whatnot, you're not having to think like, Oh, I can just waste these rounds like a mag dump. And when you're shooting a pistol, that's cool. Like, it's like, it's like a Glock 18. It's like really all that gun was made for fun. Like there's right. no yeah. practical application for a Glock 18 unless you're covering fire within 50 yards. Other than that, whatever. But then you have that, the, the percussion of like, the, the guns and then you got to wear ear pro and then you got to do all this stuff. But archery, it's quiet. It's soothing. It's meditative. I can do it at home. You can do it at home. I can put holes in my wall. <laughs> I mean, during COVID when they were like, yeah, everybody's got to stay in. It's like me, me oh, and my yeah. lady were in a 20 yard hallway. Yeah. Like in the house. Like, Shoot. <laughs> I used to, I used to text back and forth with Scott and actually oh, yeah. we were running the podcast remote i was at home him yeah. and bridger were here i'd be like dude i don't i don't know what else to do like i, yeah. I just shot 400 arrows in my garage today yeah like, I'm, what, what do i do now yeah. i found but, out that eight feet is my 39 yard <laughs> that's where you start finding out a little shit like that yeah. Like, yeah oh so this is where my cuts are for five right 10, 15 mm -hmm. yards yeah um making you lemonade know, out of lemons it was cool you just went over kind of like this this whole thing in the in the gun world was you know that stuff is extremely enticing for me. There's a reason why I have stayed away from precision rifles. I try to get them in. No, it's like sheep hunting. I know yeah. myself, and I am not going down that rabbit hole. Um, that costs me a close. shit ton of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just, I, I can't do that. But to hear you talk about that, I was actually envisioning the shot process that we do um, as competitive target archers. Because what you're talking about, yeah, now you take that and you morph that into a competitive environment where you're shooting for money or shooting for, you know, what I always say, the ego, mm -hmm. um, and competing on these big tour, cl tour class events, that becomes even more mm -hmm. psycho crazy important. I mean, we, it does. Um, it's crazy what Jason and I will do to make a minor, you know, I always, I coach a ton of archers and in, even at a world class, I mean, a high, very high level. And I always tell them, you know, once you learn how to shoot a bow, kind of like you out and you shoot your bow in your backyard, you're a bow hunter, and then you transfer and morph into that target archery world, we're going to, you know how to shoot. We're going to make these little bitty changes that make big results, mm -hmm. you know, and it's crazy how I just did it with Eric Lindsay. We did something as simple as we lengthened his draw length. I lengthened it an eighth of an inch. 
um, took his loop and lengthened it an eighth of an inch, and then we put hard stops on his bow. Mm -hmm. We made three little bitty changes, and the results were phenomenal. I mean, what happened on the face on the target paper was was unbelievable, and that is all part of that precision tuning. Mm -hmm. And that is what for me makes archery. I'm a junkie because I'm an engineer. I love to do things to make things better. Right. Yeah. That is my right. whole. I would rather genre. fail 199 times, <clears throat> and that hundredth time be smoking yeah. a smoke show because I, <laughs> I have now 99 ways to not do it mm -hmm. but in those 99 ways you learn i've taken each of those 99 ways has 100 ways to do that one way right and you can take one piece of that from 99 now you add up to 100 and that's how that hundredth shot is perfect yeah. so right? you know what's so cool about that too so so to talk about these guys you know like jason and his situation in the chair and um, like I said, Eric is one of the guys I coach now, and 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 then Roger Koss that works for us. You know, I'm sure you've talked Roger, to him, Roger, dude. Roger, <laughs> he is he's in charge of that Kinetic Kids program, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna tell you, you guys, he's doing a great thing. One like, of these weekends, you got to come yeah. here on Saturday morning when he's got these kids here. I mean, there's about ten to fifteen of them, and I mean, it's it is, it's humbling mm -hmm. to see what these kids do to shoot a bow. Are you guys doing I'm, it yeah. tomorrow morning? I think he's starting up again uh, September the 18th, I think September, it was. Yeah, uh, okay. his, his was when he restarts that program. They just got done with Nationals. Sure, they went to Colorado. Yeah, on, he's doing know. it then. But you got to come <laughs> in. Kids don't hunt. Yeah. <laughs> these kids, I don't know. They could not be. Uh, you Texas, know what's funny? But, I, but I'm being serious. To watch what they do with the, the, the situation that they're in. You know, yeah. some of them missing limbs. Some of them having no control over their upper body extremities. He's got one kid that is blind, mm -hmm. I think, and deaf. Yeah. And... Had, and Roger hand built a contraption to hold a bow for this child, and I think that kid shoots with his mouth, a mouth tab. Um, it is unbelievable. And then, and, and we it, think and it our problems are oh. enough to cry about. I, I say it all the time. Like, you watch these kids. So, and what Roger is a master of, and I think what you guys, would, I would recommend you lean on Roger, myself, and even oh, yeah. Jason, is how we adapt those kids in the shooting adaptive sports we call it you know mm -hmm. we build i've got a machinist buddy of mine who's a he's really good with a machine shop yeah. and he builds all kinds of stuff for the adaptive archer here we well, get so, a bunch of engineers and nerd out oh, and dude. like how do we make this better and it's just like boom oh yeah it's unbelievable and, no, and then it's, it's crazy it, the amount of you work have a juvenile a, a child who has never were they born deaf and blind? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's these never are... had the beauty of a sunset on their face. Correct. Who has never heard that first, you know, nightingale holler at like four o'clock in the morning, you know, at, in, in the Texas Hill Country. Never heard that. Yeah. And, and, well, and, and that's they're a... having a great time and they, they have no. So you got to sit life. there and figure like the one kid who does it, I sit there and think what what part of his senses that, that he's getting to experience is making him giddy. But, but the kid freaks out when he shoots and that uh, he has, he doesn't have the stimulus of the hearing the arrow hit the, or the, seeing the, there. The, yeah, exactly. You know, like, so I sit there and think, man, his sense of feel of just making that happen of opening his mouth to have to release a bow must be dude, like, I mean, like, like when we, it's crazy, you know? And, and so, and I tell you what's cool. We now get to do that with guys. Like I said, with Jason, we had a yeah. new guy come in in the chair he was here yesterday actually okay just got his bow and we worked with him roger and i to get him shooting and this guy he made a post about it actually i can't remember who it is but ex-military guy and yeah this guy's on cloud nine and he already warned me he said bro 
you're going to see a whole lot of me because this is a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and that all came about by us in this community. Jason, honestly, it's because of you. The community fuels itself, honestly. And, you know, we're talking about Roger, and I can't, I can't say enough good things because I am here because of Roger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started this on my own blind and everything, and I met Roger at Nationals, and he decided to take the time and work with me and help me build what I was doing and then met Scott. And we all kind of, it was a big team. Mm-hmm. But when Roger had me go help those kids. And, and no, and like Roger, I probably, you, no one probably knew you. No, right? no, and no. Like I mean, that's, no. that's the thing. You no. have these people in the, in, in the, in this, in every industry that play favorites. Correct. They're like, ah, <laughs> uh, what's, what's that? Uh, if I do that, uh, it's not going to do anything for my career. Yeah. It's like, or, fuck or that. This dude. guy's not good enough to make me yeah. look good. Yeah. Right? Or nah, I just don't want to, Yeah, you know, it's like, fuck that dude. You're here. Yeah. I'm in you guys, AJ and, and Isaac heard me say this because I'm very passionate about certain things. And it's like, if you're in a situation wondering like in Rogers, let's say, let's take that for instance, right? Rogers looking at you mm-hmm. and he's like, Hmm, I wonder if anyone has helped him or if, anyone's going to help them how many people look at a situation look at that and they're like who's going to help that guy here's a reality check for you that's life telling you go help him yeah go do that that is life giving you the opportunity to walk through that door and literally when you're sitting there like who's going to take charge who's going to do something that's life literally slapping you in the face going hey dipshit (laughs) you have a chance right now Stop wondering and step up. Go do yeah. it. You you want to hear something funny? I'll never forget this. Two two quick stories. When Jason rolled into my shop first time, I'll never forget it. And he kind of told me what he wanted to do. And I ain't gonna lie. I said, hey, that guy's full of shit. I mean, <laughs> I literally, because you know, a lot of people come in and say they want to do this. Yeah. I meet a ton of people saying this. I want to be the best of this. And, you know, and they, they just aren't willing to put in the work, to be honest with you. So when he first rolled in and told me that he was going to, he wanted to do this, he wanted to make the U.S. national team and all this, I'm like, yeah, okay, we all say that. Um, because nobody really realizes the amount of work it takes to do that. Right. And, I, and I always, I hate to say it, but I, I question people's resolve a lot. Yeah. Because sometimes it can become a drain on you as, from a resource standpoint and a drain on you mentally. Mm. I've, I hate to say it, but I've had more archers let me down than I have mm, helped me become successful in my own mind or make me feel good about it right because he's not really willing to put in the work you know things happen this guy though over that throughout that journey i mean and i learned so much I from didn't him know the amount of work that was going exactly to and then yeah. as we as we started that journey together i res- gained more and more respect for him because even in his situation this homeboy don't know no quit I mean it, it's mm-hmm. handicaps not a part of his language he yeah. doesn't give it he hell He's calling me getting my ass out of bed to go work out more, more times than I am. It's honest God truth. Handicap's just a parking spot. Bro, right? I'm telling yeah. you. And, and it's and it's been and he's become one of my closest friends because of it. I mean, because I admire people like that. Well, dude, and, and then he did you know what's crazy? He accomplished that goal, I think, faster than you ever wanted to. Like you were telling me the other and, day when someone comes up to you and says, I wanna I wanna shoot competitive archery. Yeah. And you go, Okay, well, here's my standard. Yeah. Right? You don't drop that standard, I've noticed. And you were like, you're going to shoot all three classes. And it's like, someone's like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, then you don't want to be an archer. Yeah. It's like, you think the guy that cooks amazing sushi started out as a sushi chef? No. I guarantee you it was probably a fryer at Waffle House. Exactly. Exactly. But it was knowing those aspects of, of covering everything 
in order to be good at one thing. Yeah. You know, it's like we, we have tattoos in the Marines called Jacks, right? Recon Jack, Sniper Jack. We're masters of nothing. We're Jack of all trades. Yeah. You know, it's like be a John Deere. Don't be a Ferrari. (laughs) <laughs> it's like john exactly. deere you can throw anything in it right I mean, you can throw red diesels <laughs> you can yeah. throw gas in you can do john anything deere. with it yeah spit some white moonlight or uh moonshine in that thing and that yeah. thing will go plow your fields do whatever you need it to can't do that to a ferrari right no, it's got no, one no. purpose but yeah. i think that's important what you did though because the even though you know you had some skepticism right you still move forward and i think oh. that's you know go kind of combining what we said earlier i think that's a problem with some shops like because i hear it all the time from guys around the country and around the world like i just didn't get the time they didn't show me anything they just kind of right set me up and sent yeah. me out the door yeah. and listen we if you're going to get your bow set what's up the that, day before opening day the other day yeah. uh just um like a one time they come in get a boat and you never see them again oh yeah, yeah i don't yeah, remember what's exactly but it was something like yeah. one and done kind of deal but yeah. they're, they're just turning burning people that's and, it, turn and burn. yeah and turn i burn. think the you know one right if you're doing is burning them yeah like if you're now if you're a customer don't show up the day before opening (laughs) day it's to get get, do your research Um, invest some time have some respect for the shop too but i think it's important that you know there are shops like you guys that are investing time in people and giving them that outlet because like 99 percent of people aren't gonna make if they have a a crazy goal they're not gonna make it and even like as something as simple as like going on an elk hunt Right. Like that's yeah. a lofty goal to go from never shot a bow to successfully harvesting an, an elk. elk. Right. Yeah. And you only get there like one little step at a time. And you have to give people the grace to do that. And most of them won't. Yeah. But the ones that don't, I guarantee you, they're still loyal to you guys oh, and yeah. appreciate yeah. everything you guys oh, did. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. But it, to your point, it's crazy. to. But if you do get that commitment level and it's to you said, Brady, I do. I, I spent yesterday with a new client who yeah. wants to become an archer. His name is Chris. And I now do a 30 minute interview before, cause I tell him, look, I'm expensive. And because I'm expensive, because of my time mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of time. So unless you're going to sit across that table and tell me, this is what you want to do. And I can look you in the eye and believe you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's times I'll turn down people and say, nah, you're just not ready. You know, go to one of my junior instructors, get where you need to be. I want to see if you've got that commitment yeah. because, and that's not arrogance. And that answer right just there time. probably tells you a lot about that. Oh, hundred percent. It's like, hundred percent. do you want it? Yes. Mm-hmm. All it takes is all you got. Exactly. You know, and if you aren't willing to commit hundred percent to everything you do every day, even just taking that first step out of bed, you know, make it a hundred percent. Yeah. You fuck up. Cool. Yeah. No worries. We're human. Yep. Own it move on well marco's a second guy mm-hmm. so you met marco mm-hmm. you know he's a burn burn victim from from the service oh, and great guy dude yeah. i will never forget he walked in the shop i'm talking bandaged up to hell i mean still neck bandaged, bandaged yeah. arms bandaged all of his wounds were still bleeding Skin through graphs, yeah, yeah all through his grafts and i'll never forget the guy comes in he's like uh and him and his wife and i think he wanted to shoot a bow yeah. he had shot before and I put him in like a diamond infinite edge at about 25, 30 pounds. Those yeah. are great buzz to start on. They are. That's what I've got my girl yeah, on. Yeah. Marco swore. He says, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be pulling 80 before here pretty quick. And I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself, bro, there's no way it's happening. I mean, his injuries are pretty tough. <laughs> or at the you're time. like, why do you feel the why need, you need to, to get there? To but, you know what? but you know what's funny? <laughs> that was a goal in his head that he put out there. Yeah. And Marco now, for the he's been one of my closest friends again for the last three years. Um, I've watched him overcome all that. And now Marco, he's a stud. Bro mm-hmm. can shoot. Yeah. 
he is um, he's as the most mentally tough guy that I know. Um, he's a pain in my ass sometimes because he loves to argue about <laughs> he's shit. He's a gunny man. No, Boy, fuck. he's a gunny. Dude. He's a Marine Corps gunny, and, and I but I love absolutely him. love him. For but it. I love him. You know, and then, Andy's infantry. Like, yes, I can relate. If you're if you're, I don't care what service you are. If you're infantry, you have my respect. Yeah. We probably see eye to eye. You talk about a guy who, like, seriously, like, he gives people no quarter. No. He, he just the thinks. He crawled out of a track, he, like, on fire after yeah. an explosion out of the TC hatch. Yeah. Where it's like a little hole, and he was just like, I'm on fire. This is not good. I got to get gonna the fuck out. I'm out of here yeah. on top of hot metal. Yeah. Like, no, the guys, <laughs> and that's what I mean. He gives people no quarter when it comes to when they say they can't do something. He just doesn't give a shit. He's no. like, you know, screw you, bro. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I love about him. And some people that rubs them wrong because they call him abrasive, mm -hmm. but it's real or condescending. We, yes, exactly. I get that a lot. And it's like, no, look at it as a challenge. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Chat, like competition breeds excellence. And if you're not challenging yourself every day to seek self-improvement, like you're an oxygen thief yeah. in my book. You're, you're literally stealing my oxygen, oxygen that right. someone else could be sucking wind at the top of a mountain yeah could be using that yeah like stop stealing my oxygen or go do something and what's so cool about that like marco and jason both now they are able to share their journey their uh, you know their expertise now in archery and now they all they want to do is help marco mm -hmm. comes into the shop every day practically and all he does is help customers and i you know he doesn't work here i don't pay him but he is trying to share what archery did for him mm -hmm. and from a recovery standpoint it's a big part of his life now and he wants to and overflow it, that, and that it's knowledge cool that he doesn't directly speak like oh well archery he doesn't go into it like archery saved me because no, it's like you see it inadvertently <laughs> through in action. everything he does through action yes. through action yes 100 like, percent. like it whether he's carrying the broom of something that he doesn't have to do, but he sees someone needs help. He goes and picks up the box and helps him. And it's like, yeah. everyone's like, Oh yeah, I've seen it. He helped someone that came in during Elkapalooza, excuse me, the other day. And, uh, he went and picked something up. They're like, and they go instantly. They're like, Oh my God. Oh my. And he, he was like, what? And they're like, nothing, <laughs> you know, cause he's covered in burns and, and yeah. it's like, yeah. he just got eyelids within the past few, few years. Yeah. And it's like, like yeah. it's his action every day and like with jason and, and jonathan blank or, or clint trial or, or anybody it's like you're still human yeah exactly you're still fucking human it's like comes back to that to, to what you said is like quit putting them or any of us as, as poster board for your nonprofits or whatever for events exactly. it's like there's everybody's a fucking human being if they breathe air and they're seeking self-improvement every day yep they're just as good as an Olympic athlete or a janitor at a high school. You know, like, the, the big common trait those guys have is they're selfless. And yeah. and I've got other guys in the military or ex-military guys that are in situations, you know, with nonprofits and they're doing great things and, but they're, they're self-absorbed. You mm -hmm. know, I, I always tell people, you know, and like, for example, if Marco had a hunt, the first thing he'll do is call Jason and see if he can give it away. Mm -hmm. Call somebody he knows, Hey man, you want to go hunting? You know, it's like me, if I ever get a big hunt, I usually give those away to people I that, if I've already done it, right? Killed a bull, for example, and I, you know, I get a chance to go on a big ranch. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you care if I bring a different guy? He's never killed one, and I want someone else to experience what I did because it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And 
those guys are going to make it longer. The guys that you can see right through them that are self-absorbed, they're taking all the hunts, they're, right. you know, they're not or gifting those. They always got to be, exactly. Yeah. Those are the guys that you always, like always got to question. <laughs> oh, we're, there's, a couple of, there's a couple of them out there, bro. Well, you have to treat people like people, to Brady's point. You know, like the, the I mean, this is a mistake that, that I've made on the civilian sector too, is like veterans aren't a charity case and they, they're not to be hero worshipped either. They're still people, yeah. you know. Like we you, did a job just like everybody else does. Yeah, yeah and that's how that's how good people want to be treated, like people, right? Yeah, and exactly. and that's what that's just what it comes down to. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> I think that's where archery ties everything together. And, and one of the big things that I'm enjoying now is that I get to compete with able body shooters. Yeah, yeah shoot exactly. When I shoot how cool is that? Like, you know, you just smoke an able body that I can beat some of them, <laughs> dude. And it's even better because at the end of the day, yeah, they, I can't get up and walk and do something. Oh, I bet but that I cooks are still good. good, man. Go out and shoot my bow. I can still hang out. I'm still me. So you want to hear something crazy? So I, I'm, you know, I'm in the midst of trying to create a, a shooting, um, archery division here in texas or right. our own our own circuit basically right and uh part of that of course i'm really the whole brainchild behind it was creating a course that was managed friendly for adaptive archers mm -hmm. um and i that was the whole brainchild behind it because i, I always thought man there's some courses that jason can't shoot and right. it sucks so he's been the whole spearhead behind it so then throughout that that journey i'm telling jason about the idea and everything hey you're gonna yeah we're gonna create our own you know wheelchair class and our own you know adaptive class and he's like well time out i don't don't do that yeah i, I don't want that and yeah. i'm like what do you mean i said don't you guys want to be able to compete at your same level instead of shooting against the able-bodied guys he's like no that's horseshit. that's not what i want yeah. and jason you can talk more to that yeah, but. I'm, I'm i'm getting to a point where you know, going out representing on the parrot uh, team and doing all that. That's cool. I get to compete against people all over the world. But if I'm shooting 3D here, I don't want to compete against the same two or three people. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure those guys don't want to do the same thing. But we also, it's not just about that, about competing against each other. We want to go out and challenge mm -hmm. um, each other. And that's why, you know, next year I said, I'm, I'm going to go shoot in the pro level. Yeah. I'm going to go shoot in the pro division because if I don't, I'm never going to get any better than where I am. I'm going to plateau and I'm just well, never going to Jonathan, Jonathan Blank. He's good, good friend of mine, good brother, recon sniper, like Marine. Lost his legs and it wasn't that I, like, he was in, he's out of Utah, mm -hmm. right? So when Park City and Snowbird went on for TAC, literally he's like, he's like, are we going up today? And I'm like, brother, I'm trying, I'm trying to get us up there. And Everybody was like, maybe we can set up a course just for him. And I was like, shut the fuck up. It's <laughs> like, that's not what I want. Yeah. I, and like Jonathan, one thing I asked him, I was like, well, all these hunts that you've been on, what's the one thing that you hate about? And he's like, they're too fucking easy. Or no shit. They're too easy. And this guy has no legs. Yeah. Like, positive, like in the PMA that I was talking about earlier, the positive mental attitude comes from that recon community because there's nothing in that community other than hate and discontent. Like there's science all over. I was not a recon Marine. I worked with those guys, but good Lord. It's like you go into re you could tell you're in recon country. Cause there's like beyond this point, it's not for the faint of heart. And right. there's only hate and discontent. <laughs> if this is what you want your life to be, by all means, let's Come see what you now. got. All yeah. it takes is all you got. So that's where like, he looks at these things. Like Jonathan's about to go do the longest, uh, lower 48 dirt or dirt track, like overland race. 
Really? Yeah, from Reno all the way to Vegas. And we brought him, we were bringing him on to Black Rifle because I was, I was like, Jonathan, like your, your ideas, your drive, like, holy shit, dude, we need to get you out there. And so come snowbird at tack, I, I was like, I was literally stressing my ass off because I told Jonathan I'd get him up on the course. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that I like doing to myself because it creates that stress that, okay, that's a big fucking feat. Like, there's a lot of people in like if Bro, you've ever been to attack, miles yeah, down. If you've ever been to attack, it's like it's it's like there's a big thing of rate of play, right? Yes. You're passing, leapfrogging, or like going to, or jumping, and it's like it, it just creates chaos. And so, like when you have someone that has no legs, and like there's there's the chairosaurus can only take you, which is the track thing that I call right. the chairosaurus. <laughs> it can only take you so many places plus it only goes so fast right, right and then right. you have to like set up get them in turn right. or you can take their chair jonathan's like hey let's just take my pack if you need me throw me in the pack and i'll and i'll be on your back jonathan's 130 pounds and i don't know if, like all of us here probably packed out oh yeah you know a cape and head of like a 370 bull i think it was like 138 pound in my everly stock pack yep so that was like carrying jonathan yeah. And I had no problem doing that. And so I talked to Sean, the, the owner of TAC. Yeah. And Sean was like, all right, let's figure this out. So what he did, he was like, be here at 630. He's like, first run on that course goes out at eight. He's like, I'm going to send you up a truck. Well, word got out that I was taking him out. I was like, Logan, you're coming. We need a camera guy. Right. And uh, maybe some logistics stuff. And like, literally, Sean was just like, I'm not going to set up a tack or make anything special. Just come early and get on the course. Right. I was like, all right. Literally, like, we're all, as we're going, we're trying to like rock talk this thing on how we could do this with, with the veteran adaptive or just adaptive athletes. It's right. like, yeah, we call them adaptive athletes because they have adapted in something that we will never understand. Correct. Right. And so it's not that we're adapting things to them. It's that they know how to adapt right. more so than what we're adapting for them, right? And so that mentality, I'm just like, I pretty much like was like, John, what do you think? He's like, ah, fuck the pack. I'll just hang. I'll just piggyback with you. And so like, you'll see pictures on like Mirror Logan's. Or he's just hanging. And he's just hanging, walking, <laughs> and we're just walking from course from course. Pretty to course. epic. Literally, like, pretty epic. I was like, dude, this I'll hunt with you epic, like this. Bro. And Jonathan was like, dude, I want to go backcountry hunt with you. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I can, I can ride horses. I was like, really? He goes, yeah. And there is no quit. Yeah. No if, fucking quit. And if there were like enough Jason trees and, close, and he'd probably try and swing just tree to tree. Oh, yeah. Just to like, be like, on you've his seen own. John, like yeah. he's, I mean, he like, he freaks people out during Halloween. Like he'll, he'll be that like zombie running around, but he does, yeah. he has fun with it. It's like he breaks the, breaks the, the, the mold. The mold. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, how do we get a course that people will understand and it's not necessarily adapting it. It's we have to adapt the people who are not. Yeah. You know what Jonathan calls Jonathan calls himself a cripple. It's like, dude, you're not crippled. <laughs> That's what like, he does. Like everyone's like, oh my god, he called him a cripple. Oh, I'm sensitive. Yeah, Fuck, exactly. Sensitive. The rest like, of us let's are get over. Yeah. Right. And it's like it's not that we're we're having to bring you guys on and adapt you to the course. It's like it's not even the course that we have to adapt. It's the, the people coming in that we exactly. have to adapt their mindsets and perspectives. Exactly. Like, hey that dude's doing this six miles down the course on an incline that's more than 30 degrees. 30 degrees like, bro heck yeah <laughs> like, that's a slide like and they they're like 
how do we get him down? It's like, you need to worry more about yourself because Jonathan's been up he's and down this mountain three times. Down. Like, he's yeah. probably got less to worry about exactly. than, than you do. Like, <laughs> the sucker's like, like, I watched Jonathan stalk. Like, we were, I was working with some practice stocks. I was like, bro. I'm kind of thinking about chopping off my legs. <laughs> like, because, dude, because if you know, like hunting mule deer and elk, the height line, like their 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 eyesight is is like from Correct. from here to waist high. Jonathan's yes, like, already it's like I'm good. Fuck, he's good. Man. I'm good. He man. just crawls in there, puts his bow, and he takes his time. Yeah, like he's patient about it, and he and he. I just can't say enough good things. That's some about good it. shit. It's just, and but, but the thing stuff. was, like Sean was like, yeah, if you guys want to do it, like. So, long story short, word got out uh, that we were going up Sunday morning, the last day of, of Western Tech. Yeah, you know, and everybody shows up. John Dudley like, was like, literally, I told him that night prior, and he goes, "All right, I just canceled everything for the morning." I was like, uh, "Okay," and so he came, and like all these people showed up, and Sean was like, "There's a lot of people, and we can only fit so many in that one truck." Literally, everyone tried piling in the bed of the truck. Yeah. There were some rules there that they're like, you can't ride up in the bed of the truck. And so it got cut short. And everyone's like, ah, oh, crap. Because they wanted to witness you know, and be a part of it. Not just be a part, but like, how can we do this? How can we make it better? And it's a, that mindset of seeking self improvement as a group. You put everybody who are individuals that seek self improvement individually, you put them in a team together. And that team is just going to grow on improvement, right? Because everyone's yep. mindset. Is going the same direction granted they're not going to go about it the same but that end state is there dude first one thing you just said and that's what i've learned working with this bonehead here for the last four years five years is i'm always thinking about how can i adapt my programs or how do i adapt a shooting course or how do i adapt you know this to make it easier for jason and he's like no fuck that yeah i'll, I'll figure it we'll figure it out dude he does he never wants me to do that and he sometimes it drives me crazy <laughs> I mean, he does. Cause like his wife always bitches about it too. She's like, just leave him alone. He doesn't want your help. And you know, just simple things. Like I'll push him places, you know, and he's, he gets pissed off at me. It's that perspective. <laughs> man. I know, but it's I that just, perspective. it is. And it's know. like, bro, I'm here to help you, man. If, if we could just, <laughs> but, I mean, I've, I've so learned a lot from, from everybody here. And I think everybody else has, and that's a passion that I want to pass on, you know, being in a chair at first I thought, okay, target archery is the only thing I'll be able to do. Until I started bow hunting again, yeah. which was what got me into archery. Yeah. Dude, after I, I shot that first animal with my bow, I was like, I'm never picking up a rifle again. <laughs> right. And now I'm trying to teach other people that are in chairs or whatever that, that I, I hear the one thing that I said at the beginning. And I said, I can't shoot a bow anymore because I, I, I seriously didn't know how. And somebody next to me said, bullshit. We're going to teach you how to do it. So I, I kind of live by that now. Yeah. Dude, I want to teach yeah, other people and yeah. adapt. Right. We had people. a guy, we had a Marine that, that, I mean, mentally still pretty messed up. And I understand because he pretty much caught an RPG in his left hand, in his left arm, like you catch a football when it's really? thrown really hard at you. Yeah. And he was a bow hunter, right? He was a righty. And I brought my bow out and he's like, man, I, I just, I miss bow hunting. And I go, fuck that, dude. Come here. And I grabbed a lefty recurve and i go he was like yeah but how am i supposed to like do my index and i was like try my thumb mm -hmm. so i gave him my stand release and like you got to see his whole left arm and shoulders just like looks like it just never grew yeah and he's missing a bunch of muscle and, and cartilage and everything bro 
like we both had tears in our eyes and it was just like <laughs> yeah homeboy was you i can't his... see like those moments right there dude yeah when you see what archery did just by someone like my mentality was just like and i'm not trying to toot my horn it was like fuck that dude yeah grab a lefty let's figure this out we're gonna adapt and overcome two weeks later he texts me and he's like i just bought my fucking bow yeah and i'm back to bow hunting yeah dude he's a lefty he's pulling a thumb and it's like that outside the box mentality of like i will figure this out is that's a key Dude, I, you know, like, you, you can, you never want to hear, I can't, you know, and that's one thing I love about that community of guys, because you know, they're, man, they saw already quit. You know, you said <laughs> someone's cutting well, onions dude, in here. Like, not. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you guys, you guys do so much more yeah. for us than I think you guys realize. That's, too. Yeah. that's that common ground. Like yeah. I've never yeah. met him before. Yeah. We were both Marines, but archery. Yeah. yeah. Like I brought my bow out and I was like, I know what this does for me. Yeah. And I, and I recognize the pain that he's going through. Mm -hmm. I'm not, fuck it, dude. Come here, dude. I'm going to figure, figure it this out. The fuck out. And figure it out. Yeah. Like, you that's know, that conflict. It is, man. So, well, you know, it's conflict funny. Conflict unites us. Well, and you said, you said something a minute ago I wanted the key on because, you know, we don't know what they're kind of, Jason, for example, mm -hmm. how they operate. And it was, yeah. you know, or how their mind or how they yeah and it was funny so i trained this guy for like a year prior to prior to the couple it was last year right before um covid mm -hmm. and jason one day we're working out and what's kind of cool is that i watched jason transform himself over this this journey um weightlifting yeah kid the guy's strong as shit and really. um yeah whatever it's the baileys right and uh yeah <laughs> but so he tells baileys. he tells me one day he's like hey he goes because i'm I was trying to adapt right. workout regimens for him, to him. Yeah. you know, as an athlete. And I, you know, we're gym rats, you right. know? So well, as we're going through that, Jason's like, Hey, he goes, you want to figure out, you want to feel how, how it feels to be me. He goes, go grab that stool and sit on it and lift your feet off the ground. And we were doing, um, we were doing lap pulls mm -hmm. on cables. And I was like, Oh, well, that'd be easy. Fucking go try that sometime. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I sat on the stool. I lifted my feet off the ground and yeah. grabbed them cables. And I mean, it about fucking threw me halfway yeah. across the room. How, like, where, where from the sternum, sternum down, out. Yeah. paralyzed. Yeah. So now, now I, imagine not being able to contract your abs. It's, that's what I'm saying. Your hips. You can't so, contract them with your so, feet off the ground. Yeah. When I when I met Scott and he wanted to learn how, how I shoot and what my balance issues were and why I was strapping and this and that, I said, sit on a yoga ball lift your feet off the ground and, and shoot, shoot a bow, bow. yeah mm -hmm. which i tried exactly what i feel and it's oh, like yeah. crazy if you ever do it and yeah. then so we did the same thing in the workouts which allowed me to help tailor his regimen to help get the best but i'll tell you what's cool and jason i know he'll agree with this but i know physically i have to sometimes put pressure on him to keep him stable so that he can pull the weight mm -hmm. or push the weight in different areas and i will tell you over the course of that period I could feel how much pressure load I needed to put on him would change and it would minimize and minimize and minimize till some of the exercise. Now I don't have to anymore. And I don't care what anybody says he's getting some development down there uh -huh. in core that he probably can't feel, uh -huh. but it's happening. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I've always said this, you know, God and nature will find a way. Mm -hmm. Right. But how, how do you sharpen a knife? You start out at a big grit and you Heck go down yeah. to the fine grit. Heck yeah. Right. Hell yeah. It, it, it's, it's, diamonds how yes. are some of the hardest pressure at the beginning and then 
with a diamond grinder to make that thing into a diamond ring yeah. it's the softest yeah little it's a little pressure, little you know? bitty thing and that that's but that's what this community will do for you it'll grind you down and make you the you best up. or mm-hmm. unfortunately we'll just discard yeah. yourself well and, and it, even like training evolving. and even training wise so the you know jason's been shooting now for about four years and it's funny we started training together as far as getting him ready so we go we had a range down here the sheriff's office let us use and i went out one morning with him and brought my bow you know and i and so I, and I, it was shitty weather and i used to you know i you know jason and i would shoot together and i would you know i'd lay up some i mean i'm I'm trying not to, you know, beat the shit out of him. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, homeboy put it on me that yeah. morning. And I mean, I got a little pissed off because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm coach. No I'm way. coach. This not, shouldn't be happening. So I start shooting my ass off yeah. and literally trying really fucking hard. Mm. And he's hammering me, beating the hell out of me. And I'm thinking, holy crap, I got to start practicing. <laughs> I mean, Tabanski's just wearing my ass out now, and yeah. this is not cool because, you know, as a coach, you you always still want to be better than your student. But, uh, yeah, he surpassed that for sure. And it's all through just perseverance and hard work. Right. I mean, period. Right. These, like, veteran adaptive, the, the veteran adaptive athlete shoot that we put on, like, yeah, we've adapted a course to that, but it's so much more than that. And like, you could be like, oh yeah, you're, you're contradicting what you just spoke of on having to adapt to people, but it's like, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, you do. And this veteran adaptive athlete shoot has grown just really in the direction where we, we wanted it to. Um, and, and it's going to go even more. Like yeah. I know Logan and Evan both told me, or they were like, if one event, if like if Black Rifle gets has nothing going on that year everything is canceled yeah that's the one event that must go on when, right. they, when they speak of at black rifle the show must go on that's, that's the it, one is the veteran adaptive athlete shoot yeah. like it's it's not the the word coffee did not come out of their mouth right it was <clears throat> from evan and logan the veteran adaptive athlete shoot the veterans must go on yeah like that <laughs> that's the coffee is just the vessel. So and you guys have yeah. had to adapt it just to allow more people to come help out too, because yeah. so many people want we're to get involved. Even, yeah. Yeah. We're not even adapting yeah. to the veterans anymore. We're adapting to yeah. a team. There's like three, <laughs> three subject matter experts <laughs> per veteran at this point. It's but it, it's awesome. It's such a special. I only helped out with the one last year in, in Salt Lake City, but it was just such an incredible event. Like watching some of these guys had never picked up a bow before mm-hmm. and then watching them rep out and become proficient enough to hit a tack course in the, in four five, six hours, yeah. like was just insane. And it totally, for me, it reshaped like what is possible training people and, right. and, and getting people into archery and stuff. And cause it is, you know, we, we said it before, like you could take the lazy route and just kind of like, Give them the bow, and that yeah, would have been luck. it. And yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's and, it, and we've had people come out to where they're like, you can tell that they play favorites. They're like, who's mm-hmm. that? And it's like, oh, I don't know him. Like, like if that's not Jason Deblanski, and you get found out real fucking quick. Yeah, if you join yeah. our community and you play favorites, or you're a coattail rider. Yeah, like that. And like we were talking about it earlier, like this this veteran influx into the outdoor community that's been going on for the past 10 years we peer eval in the in teams and whether it's seal teams like they they will peer out a guy if he's not if 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 he's 
faking the funk. Yeah. Right. And we have no problem calling them out, you know, faking companies the funk, that want to work it. with us or, or whatnot. We're like, okay, let's put your money where your mouth is and you give, give them something, but then you see them playing favorites. It's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. And that's yeah. something this yeah. industry, I mean, has needed, but like as far as like accountability, but that's real accountability because yes. you're, you're dealing with people yes. that are, you know, it's not some troll on YouTube or whatever, right? right. Like that's actual accountability from people who have been there and done that. Right. And the I think it's more accountability. Yeah. And I think from, in, you know, <laughs> I think it's just going to be so I'm excited just to see where the industry goes the next couple of years. Cause guys like you, I've seen the change going to tax a couple of years, even just at tax and, and local shops and stuff. And then having guys like Black Rifle Coffee at those yeah. events and just the change in, you know, just the community and the demeanor and the types of individuals that are coming. Right. It's it's such yeah. a cool thing to literally well, watch before your well, eyes. Where's that tournament going as far as, I mean, that that event, is that, what do you guys so right envision now, to morph that into? Uh, we want one regional. Like, we if we can, have one in every state. Yeah. You know, does it have to be Black Rifle hosting it? no like that's that's the thing like we don't play favorites as a company like yep we we don't like people who are bad people yeah that's about yeah always exactly. kind of kind like, of simple if you're a racist <laughs> or whatnot get the fuck out of here right like, what we want is to see everybody grow as a community and band together yeah like okay we understand that conflict unites us let's find something other than conflict that can unite us you know like let's find something that's less taxing on us that <laughs> unites us and so if we can well, literally there's do good that. conflict and bad conflict yes meaning that you know the conflict of finding a location the conflict of working with the local like, the yeah, local like city goes, the, the conflict of trying to put it all together and absolutely. who's going to be in charge and who's not that's good conflict that you can create to get to iron sharpens iron yeah, bro. Yeah, through yeah. friction exactly. everybody yeah. forgets it's through, yeah. friction. through yeah. friction yeah and if and if you're worried about the problems you're not going to get exactly it's like so the veteran adaptive athletes shoot and and like people can can well how many back, how many how many vets name. are there nationwide <sighs> i mean there's got to be a number i mean is, is it there's in, quite a bit but here's what? how many veterans are there nationwide right now yeah right now Throughout all the all the, if only we had these fancy Google I mean, machines that we yeah, could. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm talking about from GWAT or yeah, total from World War to well, now. Also, if you do, uh, yeah, I don't want to say world, but maybe for yeah, the last twenty years. Let's say the last twenty years, last ten years. Hundred thousand? No, more, more than, than probably that. over the over million. million. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of guys that. But there's you know, three hundred and twenty-six million Americans. Yeah. So in the grand scheme of things it's like yeah it's a lot but still only less than two percent less than one percent join the military yeah and then but in that less than one percent of that see actual combat right so according to love google here we go here we go (laughs) so uh it's it's right around 140 maybe 150 million uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's uh, uh, I'm doing some math here because they're giving fifty percent. So hey, it's you're a financial guy. Too. One, <laughs> I've got a calculator when I'm yeah. doing financial stuff. Uh, it's one point five million, roughly. No kidding. That's yeah. just GWAT. Yeah, that's right. just GWAT. Yeah. It's just for that. So you're at the Desert Storm guys. You're going into the two million. You yeah, go a little bit further back. Yeah. There's, so there's and then Vietnam, like, dude. Yeah. If we, my point is, yeah. is that if you got that many guys out there, let's say the vets that. And of that, let's say what 10, 15, 20% of them may be in a situation where they, they need some help. Right. 
we're we're you know they're in a they're in a dark place they're you know we lose vets every year to to some bad stuff and it sucks but you take that number and you know i'm just what i'm doing i'm doing reverse economics we take that and we break it down and we got 50 states and then you take that number and you break it down by how many we have in each state tell someone you're then how many communities telling them you're yeah <laughs> but i'm serious i mean you know you look at that, that that's a big fucking number it is and it to, is. to it most is. people it's daunting and like ah man we can't affect that that's bullshit and I and I, I look at leading we edge. We look at it. We say we can't. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Even leading edge as we are right here in Texas, I'm, I've told everybody this since the beginning, man. I, I, this I want this to be a national brand mm-hmm. that's helping archers and helping people. That's our whole charter. Yeah. Um. And you take that. I mean, you what you guys are doing to your point. Now your vision is, hey, let's get this in every state. Mm-hmm. And if you can get that in 50 states, and you can impact that 10. percent yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why not international? Like even that, how many we have? You got the five eyes, like right. All the countries that are, you know, the five eyes is like a DOD term or whatever you want to call it. But it's like the countries that will always work together. You know, Britain, New Zealand, Australia. Yeah, all those vets that we worked with overseas. Like, why not expand? Yeah, like like. I get to meet those guys when I go out and compete in the uh, the international circuit. I meet vets from Australia that are disabled yeah. from, from GWAT. I meet guys from Europe, uh, you know, Eastern Europe, uh, England, all these guys that are prior military, and they always say, man, we don't have any of those programs in, in our country. Really? You know, we don't have any yeah. companies. And even even when the uh, adaptive shoot video dropped on YouTube, mm-hmm. a lot oh, of we comments need this here. were there yeah. were, we need this in Australia. When's the you next guys, one? Yeah. yeah. Some guys were even talking about flying from overseas to just come shoot that. Yeah, and then COVID event. hit. Get out of here. <laughs> well, listen, when Black Rifle really? Coffee's ready to do the Australian veteran after shoot, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll book a ticket. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Here's the thing. It, in like, I'm, oh, I'm literally married. going to, <laughs> like, all right. Everyone's like, yeah, so you got the vets, but what about everybody else? And it's like, oh, no one said Right. No one said you couldn't help everybody else, but the reason why we're starting with vets is because we are vets Dude. and we're working with what we have. And it's not that we're like, if you're not a vet, fuck you. No, no like we biased. want everybody. Yeah. Right. And, but we're starting with what we know and who we have and what we have. Start right. with like, your own backyard. We're being grateful that we're still on this planet after going through GWAT and then all the dark times after you go through what combat or whatnot and and. We're still here and we're working with what we got. So we're going to start with vets and we're going to use that as our foundational. Like I was talking about building that bottom those up. bricks from bottom the bottom up. up. Bottom and up. if we can get the vets, the leaders of this company, why do so many corporate companies hire veterans at a, at, a, at the higher level? Because of our leadership, our ability to work as a team. And, you know, usually if you give us an in-state, we can drop the ego and that in-state becomes our ego. Hell yeah. You know what I'm hell, saying? Hell yeah. Like our team becomes our ego then. Hell, like, yeah. yeah, that guy's a dumbass, but he's our dumbass. Don't you fucking say that to, you know, that kind yeah. of mentality. So, and it's like, we're going to start with vets and we want this to expand to everybody. Yeah. It's like, everyone's like, oh, black rivals, bad, 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 bad. They're left. They're right. Fuck that. We're all, we are all encompassing. Yeah. We want to start here and we want it to ripple you know affect what? the world. If anything, and what you said earlier, and I, you know, this is going to be part of my new mantra. Is it, yeah, if you're able-bodied, and you want to be a part of it, you're going to get more out of helping somebody than you will yeah. taking taking that help. Yeah. I mean, b- you know, don't be self-absorbed. Yeah, there's those that, that can Pull, cry push about it, out, it, bro. And there's those that can do something about it. And it's like, are you in action over words, or, or are you just going to sit there and, and run your mouth? Complain, like, bitch. Yeah. yeah. yeah and and the, I mean, uh, 
Evan uh, Hafer talks about this when he's on podcasts a lot, but it's like, that's the community you guys come from, the veteran community, right? Yeah. It's, it's easier to start in the community you understand and know and help them. Mm-hmm. If you can use archery to help, you know, homeless puppies, like more power to you, like start that yeah. thing too, right? Like right. don't- Start with what you got. But don't, yeah, it's unfair to point to any company and be like, well, how come you're helping this and not that? It's like, well, that's where you have, that's where your heart's at. That's yeah. where, that's your backyard, you know? Are you, yeah. gonna, are you gonna cry in front of a fire like this is totally totally weird metaphor this is how my mind works all right you sit in front of a fire and, and you're gonna cry because you don't have a pen to write to write your loved one and you can cry oh man i wish i had a pen i wish i had a freaking pen to write to my loved one and you can cry and be like man hey do you have a pen no hey do you have a pen do you have some paper no or you can take one of those sticks with a charcoal burnt end works what you got and write the best love note you can it's like stevie ray vaughn texas flood Bought it from a woman in in Austin off a of napkin, sixty bucks. <laughs> like, did she have a recording studio? No. Did she have a a pen and paper or pad with like all these songs in it? No. no. She worked what she got. Became one of the best songs Stevie ever did. Yeah. Like, work with what you fucking got. Like your mentality, your perspective. Start where you are with what you got because that is going to reflect upon who you are more so than you going out and spitting honey in people's ear to say like, hey. Let me let me let me get on that coattail and then work with what you got. Yeah. No. Let me see what you got. So I got a crazy question. Um, throughout this journey, you guys have been on all three of you. It's just for all three of you. Um, you know, you're working for a great company. I think going in the right direction, doing the right things. Um, what's your biggest barrier you got right now? Well, what are you guys seeing as roadblocks to getting where you need to be? I would say perspective. On, on my end, in the in the department that I work. I would say perspective it's it's but what I love about black rifle is like even from the top down people that weren't in the military that are hired on yeah. from as as you know like financial advisors or like our CFO Greg was out there on the mountain with me right like his main job is like making sure our money is where it's supposed to be and he's out there enjoying archery yeah like he's like oh this is pretty awesome and like yeah great his job is on the phone most of the time right but dude's 12 ringing just because he's <laughs> able to take direction right. and and he was like i don't know what's going on i was like all right try this this and that and then all of a sudden like with an arrow wasn't even made for him he's 12 ringing yeah i found the arrow on like target two no but, kidding yeah and i was like try this one right. <laughs> and he kept the arrow all the way through and, it, and it's and it's the perspective of like having the open mind about things and just giving it, having the tactical patience, like, yeah, the word tactical is in there, but patience to see it. No, there's tactical unfold. patience. Actually, a good one, tactical mm-hmm. patience. Yeah. It is like, that means you've got, that unfold. means you can be patient, but you know there's a plan. Yeah. And, and, and shit will piss you off. Yeah. And you'll want to get in there and, and do something, but check yourself and be like, ah, let's see how this plays yeah. out. Yeah. Trust, trust the process. Like, Isaac, what about you, out. Isaac? I mean, pretty much he nailed it on the dot right there, yeah. you know, but. I mean, another barrier is kind of like, I would say, understanding the whole military thing for me, you know, because I'm a civilian, right? you know, still just understanding like, you know, kind of like how to approach 
them you know it's yeah. still like still i'm still learning how you don't know if we're fucking with you or serious dude you're 21 right I'm 21, yeah. you just turned 21 uh back in march yeah. so you guys getting drunk yet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, oh, we, we had a few firsts on the mountains i've already been told i'm responsible for safety the whole week so yeah no it's like a <laughs> but other than that, you know, it's just kind of like I'm almost into year one now, yeah. you know, and you're still learning, like, bro. You're a rook. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still yeah. learning. And I'm just like, now I'm slowly like under, getting to my, okay. Yeah. You know, like but, how, like but he sees that, like, yeah. and I make sure to point this out. It's like, <sighs> I just had that. But anyways, brain fart. He sees that we're asking him questions about yeah. his subject matter expertise, yeah. right? That's that respect that we show him right. and the reason he's brought on. And like, I've seen people negate that because they think they're more important than yeah. him. And it's like, dude, I was raised to treat the janitor with the same respect as the CEO. Yeah. yeah. Because this guy's a phenom. Yeah. Like he he's coming up, he's 21, has a job a lot with Kill, kill for, for even at yeah, 40 absolutely, years old bro absolutely. and he's so good at it yeah. i see like when whenever <laughs> i love when he nerds out oh <laughs> yeah when when junior's getting ribbed it's like the the little brother that's like you know is going to be the star of the football team kind of yeah. deal yeah. like and like, you can either hate on him or yeah junior, like, junior's got what? so Let's many skills yeah. and i like just being friends with him it's great because like i'll get questions and stuff and like junior's worked on way more bows than i have right. so it's like hey man go talk to junior or if it's something about hunting out west go talk to Brady. like it's yeah. great having yeah. those resources and those people like he, like yeah. people come to me and they're like you're black rifles bow guy yeah and i was like yeah and they're like what do i do in this and this and it's like something very specific you know mm -hmm. and i'll literally i have no problem being like i don't know but i will figure it out and I'll literally call Junior, and I'll tell those people I'm going to call Junior, and they're like, yeah. oh, "Okay, cool, cool." Yeah. And you know they're off to do something else, and I'm like, "Hey, Junior," and he's like, yeah. "Oh, bro, easy fix. Here's yeah. what you do." Dude, <laughs> I, if I had to give you any advice, you're 21. I was you. God, I was you. You know, working at a shop actually at yeah. the time is um, lean on resources you can get. You can. Yep. Don't be a know-it-all. Mm -hmm. And admit when you don't know, and make sure your shit's perfect. I'm being serious. And when yeah. I say make your shit's perfect, there are so many shops out there and I get their bows every day and they're reputable shops. Um, they let stuff walk out their door and it's not perfect. You know, don't yeah. take, in other words, and I guess to go full circle with it, don't take shortcuts, man. Mm -hmm. Know your tolerances, know where they need to be. And if you can't figure it out, make a phone call or call the manufacturer, call somebody. Dude, my my phone is always on, 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 you can call me anytime now. Jason will tell you I may not answer it right yeah. away. But Probably what I'm saying is, yeah. yeah, whatever. But I'm being serious. Make sure the shit's perfect. Yeah. And no. don't, don't Hold take yourself to yeah, that standard. Don't take yeah. your shortcut to make it perfect, though. And that's what shops do. If it means yeah. you're not leaving that shop till 2 a.m., yeah, bro. Fuck. Give me I'm a call you. and I'll stay up with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, yeah. you know, and I always tell people this is that if you wouldn't take that bow you're working on and pay 20 grand to go on an elk hunt to kill a bull, then it's not right. Yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah. I mean, there's so many shops, man. That, in anything you know, in, the, in, the, in life. And that's in life, yeah. Like but that. you take that, just that rest tolerance, for example. A lot of guys will take that five eights and seven eights rest tolerance. Yeah. That's where mm -hmm. your rest has to live. And then they get outside of it at one inch or inch and a quarter because that's where it needs to be to tune. Instead of fixing the 
fucking cam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, I've <laughs> and, seen I've seen that bro, many times, man. Yeah, you can't and do that. It, so. And it drives me up the wall. And oh I'm like, my god! And they argue with me on it. I'm like, dude, like you need no. to keep that your when you, you need argue, to keep your fucking you, rest. You yes. fall right in place. I'm yes. like, and, and I tell them, like they like, but they like they look like they look at me like they're like. Like you're fucked. Like do we have look at me like? Like I've seen people argue with you and Junior. I just got. You just got to keep your cool and be like. He keeps his cool. He just goes. He'll go. Yeah. Dude. Well, I was gonna say, and the last thing I was gonna tell you: be the master of your domains. Be confident in your decisions, and fucking yeah, put your foot down and say no. I might be 21, but I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and if you're doing all point, that right, yeah. by the time you're 30, we'll stop giving you advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, you just got to be like, yeah. okay, yeah, try that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, go fuck it up. Dude, what, I, what, I, like, what I've learned with that, you, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I I tell them, I keep telling them, I'm like, dude, like, I'm, and you just got to let them fall. Yeah, like, you do. Show, and show, oh, God. Like, you got to let them fall, he, man. He's like, beyond his years. You know? like, <laughs> he is. Dude, like, I've, I've seen, like, I, I was a shop rat since I was fuck six years old man yeah like, yeah. I, like I would go with my dad the weekend well, yeah your dad oh, yeah. hosted like uh, all the 10 years of tack dude. yeah yeah and, and it's like yeah. in the most influential time of his life when he went through puberty like i'm, I'm gonna straight call you out dude. 12 years old like 12 years old before, to, you went from having hair on your balls to like or having no hair on your balls to having hair all over your face now <laughs> in that 10 pictures but, okay. uh, like, yeah if you think this guy was not a bow rat or a shop rat like you're fucking high like yeah. this but, he's such a that's oh, cool bro i love your mind no, that's awesome you, you know no that's like and you know you just have to look let him fall and just yeah. like understand like dude like you need to like trust me on this because yeah. I've, I've, I've you know there's times like you know i even like fucked up you know yeah. like there's times like and you I, need to I, own I, that yeah I, I own like i cut some own corners it. that's gonna say more for you you know what i mean like I, your fuck ups then yeah exactly than your success it will. Like, like someone like someone came up to me like dude like cut a strand not like you know like strand on a string you right. know i'm like dude i fucking I cut like a whole goddamn string in that, like you yeah. know, when I first started. <laughs> yeah. You know, like shit, like I forgot to put jaw stops back in an elite. Yep. Shit happens all the time. Oh, like, oh, oh I've done like, that. Dude, like, oh, oh, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. dude, dude, we you know how awesome it is to forget to put jaw stops in your elite when you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and you can't God. get on the press. And, like, and you have to hand the bow off to someone somebody. And be like, yeah. do not. Scott's over here just dude. like, oh, okay. It was freaky. That's yeah, yeah. Feet, like that's yeah. real life Indiana Jones but, switcheroo right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What's nice having Brady is like understanding like of their personalities of like what like I don't know what the hell they've been through. Right. You know, like right. I, I can only know like I mean I didn't understand because like I had an uncle that passed away from you know post traumatic stress. Right. You know right. what I mean? And you know, longest time like my dad's told me like he was like he's really pissed, really pissed, and then the more I came around and the more I'm starting to understand with people, I'm like, you know what? Like that's, yeah, that's a lot, man. You, you, you know, know what's cool for you too? Is that, you know, you and Brady is that you, Brady's going to learn from you from the archery tech side yeah. as, as what his marker is down here. Yep. And you need to learn from him what's upstairs. Yes. Bro. I'm being serious. I mean, he's a resource. He's oh, a, yeah. he's lived it, done it, been there. And I love his heart. I love his head. It's and been a long time alone to figure things bro, out. I'm telling you, know. you, that's what you need to, to, you know, learn from him you guys are gonna you guys got a great opportunity to, to feed <laughs> off each other man. which is Mark awesome he's gonna teach yeah no it, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and like this whole week he's been like dude yeah. like just dropping knowledge i'm like holy shit yeah, like dude. 
that's like that's like this that's, is that's good shit yeah it's really it's really nice to, you know <laughs> like that <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> so aj what about you bro so for me what do you see as your what do you see as a barriers for you and, and your this growth is, and, this is actually i'm I, i'm interested to hear what you say yeah. because you're technically like you're not black rifle employee you're a black rifle affiliate but you are running your own thing on a corner of the country yeah for me it's really figuring out what what, what i want to do with with kind of for lack of a better word coda as a as a brand moving forward because i've uh you know i, I started the whole thing started just for me sharing what i was doing and what i was working on and yep. trying to fill a niche in the archery industry that i felt like the gun industry had like a lot of cool gears content and pages oh, yeah. and archery never really had that so i just started doing stuff and i found i loved the photography aspect of it and the more i i do that the more time i spend behind the camera i'm starting to care less about spending time behind the bow like personally i'd right. rather like hanging out with these guys all weekend i had more fun not i shouldn't say more fun i had equal fun shooting these guys with my camera when they were shooting and we were hunting and doing stuff like right. i didn't care when you know we were going on some stalks for pigs and stuff I didn't care about having an arrow knocked if I could capture those guys getting the experience. So now it's um, it, it's really just figuring for me. My biggest thing right now is just figuring out like, well, what do I want to do? Because it's still have it's you, still a dumb, morphine. Have you noticed any of the same barriers from the gun industry to to the archery? Like like the I, barriers that that we see at Black Rifle. You know I would I mean? say no because I got I've I've been very blessed to get in with quality people from the yeah. get-go isaac's dad you know for whatever reason i don't know what hit, what senior saw in me but he I, I met him at the the pa uh trade show i forget what they call it the the west the outdoor expo, expo the yeah. western expo yeah and i just happened to see him i think he was bored out of his mind it was like a, a saturday <laughs> afternoon and he was working the sever boots and we talked and we just kind of hit it off and i think my page i mean i was taking photos on like an iphone 5 I had maybe like 400 followers. But you worked yeah. for what you got. And uh, yeah, well, and, and we just kept in touch and he saw something in me and he's just been super supportive and, and having him as a resource, which, you know, Junior can attest to more than anyone in his time in the industry. And then just getting linked up with other people and just trying to make myself available to yeah. help and really learn. Yeah. Um, you know, that I, so I would say I haven't had the same difficulty because archery, it's a little different um, because at the end of the day, like we're going out and we're hunting. Yeah. Right. And which is a little different from how the gun industry is. Cause there's a lot of guys that can fake it for sometimes years as like a quote unquote operator. Right. right. And unless you were in the community, like most civilians aren't going to know any better. No right. one ever calls themselves an operator. Exactly. But in, in, in archery, if somebody, especially bow hunting <laughs> or <sucks>. target, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in, in, in archery and bow hunting, right? Like that's something I'm really careful about. Like I, I'll never claim to be some crazy killer when it comes to hunting. Like right. I'm yeah. on this journey, like probably most of the, the hunters in the country are right. And you're along with me and I share my misses and my yeah. lessons and all that stuff. And I'm not, you know, no one's going to claim that, um, you know, AJ's a trophy hunter. So <laughs> right, right. I think that has helped me avoid it because you have to be authentic, especially this day and age. Cause if you're on social media enough, it's going to come out. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you'll, it's get, gonna, you'll get busted. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't try and pretend like I'm an expert. Yeah. Like, Hey, I've watched this video and I picked up this and I found that this applies for this, yeah. but where I talked to junior, or I talked to Brady and I learned this, or, you know, the guys at leading edge were telling me like, Hey, what if you tried tying in your, you know, your rest cord this way. Right. Like, and I think over time you start forgetting where you learn stuff. Right. But I think, um, 
you know, doing that and just being authentic, I think that's what people really want to see and that's what they gravitate well, to. Well, I'll tell you um, what you do, and I'm a firm believer in this. I mean, I've been in this business for five years. I'm 52, so I'm definitely, I've had to grow and learn what social media is right. and how it has affected. Like, I didn't have a Facebook account six years ago. And everybody told me you got. I got rid of mine six years ago. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah, Facebook. Everybody "Mm -hmm." told me when I opened the shop, you got to have it. I mean, it's going to be your marketing tool. Then Instagram came, and I didn't have it for years. I just got Instagram two years ago, and everyone. And so I had to learn through this. But I will tell you, in my opinion, what you do behind the camera, capturing the experience and the moments of the the people you're with. I think is as valuable as the guy behind the bow shooting. Well, that's I'm telling you, bro. But that's also you know you know people you meet people that see that and go, I, I want to do that. Yeah, dude, it, that's it goes badass. back to cave paintings, right? Yeah, like exactly. And what's wow, been really yes. fucking yeah. good yeah. shit yeah. there. But, <laughs> but what's been really cool for me and like what started dude, this whole thing. Make things, a hat or shirt for that. <laughs> yeah, for that's uh, Sorenex already has a cave painting shirt. Oh, I can't shit, see okay. that. But they, uh, you know, what's been cool for me is like after we have an experience, like I'll print out a photo from it and send it to somebody yeah. as like a thank you and the appreciation, like or even just like we've been shooting all week together and like just posting it and tagging it. It yeah. seems like such a small thing, but I know it means a lot. Like even some of the guys, like I, I just tagged along with just my camera at the tack in Montana. And some of the people that work for black rifle coffee who aren't like, they're not always like the, the face of kind of the social media stuff. We're just right. so appreciative to just have some photos of the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, like if that's my contribution to the industry, then I would, I would rather make an impact that way than trying to be the next Levi Morgan kind of. Yeah. Deal, right. you know? and, and, and with you, I've noticed like there's photographers out there that like <sighs> try to be like, Hey, I'm a photographer. Let me get, get, a, get a picture with you. You had a passion for it. Like, it's like, you were like, man, I like taking photos. Well, I still like, have like, imposter like, syndrome because right. I'm, I'm learning all this stuff from scratch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like, it's like, I, I had does no, he got, does he have an eye? Uh yeah, he's yeah. got he's he, got an eye he's for the got moment. an eye for yeah. it. Like, yeah. like his levels, you, you definitely seen his levels. Yeah. See, I'm and, and with that shit. Terrible. <laughs> but I just for me, like it's same thing with art. It's just like I found examples and I tried to just like okay, well my stuff's not there, and just be true to yourself. Like, well, what do I suck at, and what do I need to work yeah. on, and do the boring stuff that we talked about What's earlier. What's your motive behind what you do? What's the why behind your reason? That's yeah. the other thing. Sometimes like people have a why, but it's a weak why. Yeah. You know? Or it's misplaced. Or it's misplaced. That's another thing. People aren't, people don't want to be truth. And so like, for whatever reason, photography and fighting, it seems like everyone thinks they're a lot better at it than they really are. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> that's and, all that's been said that's today. The, that, that's the best. That is like, like some guy takes, like it's like the, the basic people that take a photo with their iPhone. Yeah. Like, photographer. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And, and it's like, dude, you're only going to get better if you can admit your weaknesses. And that's yeah, yeah. everything, right? That's bow hunting. That's, yeah. that's life. Funny, that's you, relationships. You carry a camera and you do jujitsu. Yeah, it's and, funny, it's, it, and like that's so the credibility behind that statement. I got addicted to jujitsu because it parallels bow hunting and life for me. Like, there's yeah. so many, and and the one thing is, you know, if you get to go hunting for a season, I can do jujitsu every day as long as right. I'm not jacked up, you know. Right, but right, it's right, right. Brady and I were talking about, it and, and Junior, we were talking about it. Like, it's the same mentality. Like, you're constantly, you're, you're spending your first years just getting screwed up. 
Yep. Right. Yeah. And then you're starting to learn stuff. You're taking those micro lessons. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what the collar on the geese for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, you'll get presented with certain opportunities, right. And to attack and do those things. Oh, and yeah. either you recognize it and you take advantage of it or you don't, but then you catalog that for later. And yeah. it's just in so many ways, it just parallels life and bow hunting and everything yeah. else well, I do. It, and plus it's an autonomous sport yes. exactly that is you mano a mano and a lot of times you in your head yes because i used to wrestle in college so I, okay. wrestled, I was a collegiate wrestler so jujitsu was right up my alley mm-hmm. yeah. we didn't have it back then but man i would i i actually coached a wrestling club here locally and we did jujitsu a lot yep to help with because the, there's a lot of correlation oh, between gosh, well, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. like yeah. bow hunting right once you step into the woods like once you go it's onto the, the mats no one cares how many around. followers you have or how Hell fancy yeah. your bow is right Hell like yeah. I, I had a brand new origin gi and yeah. the first thing like the, the black belt that coaches uh el calvo on uh, on instagram but he was like uh He's like, oh, fancy gear. I was like, listen, I know I'm going to get choked out, so I might as well look cool, <laughs> you know, which hey, is always dude, been. <laughs> he wasn't even military, he knows the first yeah, Always yeah. look cool. I'm going to at know? least look cool dying in photos. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. That's so cool. Man, you guys, yeah, the, you wrote that down because that is classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Photography and yeah. fighting. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. I feel like I could have filled up this whole stack. With oh, you should, you should change between change, him. You should change the photography and fighting, like make fighting PH. Yeah. Make <laughs> photography with an there you F. Go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no kidding. That's awesome, dude. Right that is so awesome. Well, man, I know we're getting up on two hours, aren't we, Jay Bird? Um, yeah. Man, we're, we're probably going to wrap it up. And what's funny, we could talk about this stuff probably oh, for God. another oh, yeah. two hours. This is this is a fun group. Too. Well, what we can do, yeah. we can always, and we always do this, we kind of always announce, hey, we'll do a, a Black Rifle 2.0. Dude, yeah. Um, get yeah. everybody back together and talk about things. Because, you know, we're, we're all going to be hunting here probably in the next 60 days. Yeah. Um, I hope. And um, mm-hmm. which um, is going to be epic. Next, probably next week for me. Next week be, for you, yeah, you suck. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> suck. Yeah, that's what, yeah, next week, dude, I'm going to... Go up there, with, like with pre-scout, dear Jesus, actual himself, dude. He's going to Alaska. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's, he's leaving on San- yeah. Sunday. Yeah. What's yeah. he doing? So uh, caribou hunt. Um, one of the uh, Aaron Snyder uh, from Kafaru yeah. gave up his spot, and he's like, "Oh, have a yeah. Isaac Senior take it." Like seriously, like yeah. no the kidding. More, like, it was like if you don't know Isaac Senior, yeah. and it's you're missing out. Ollie Mon, you really are not Ailman, but every if you mention Isaac Ailman, because that's how everyone says it. That everyone knows him. He's like the mayor of Tack Village and the mayor of archery <laughs> stuff. And he's just there's a lot of guys that are like, Who is that guy? Guy, you seem like him seems like he knows everybody. He's just a genuine guy and he doesn't yeah. try to toot his own horn and he's very knowledgeable. Yeah, and the thing awesome. is is he's like, My son knows more about bows than I do. Yeah. And he will tell you that. And I, I you respect being that, around yeah. him. I, I see it's true. He just wants to bring good people He's, together. Yeah. It's like the Mexican he does Jeff it. Helm. Yeah. yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah. yeah that's a re- yeah, so you know what? Like they can be related. <laughs> 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 the more I talk like that is like that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. My favorite was like when they were both calling each other roommates. It's like yeah. <laughs> dad, oh roommate. It's like no, it's like you still live room. with your no, parents, no, don't you? Yeah. we're roommates. They throw them off to him like, oh yeah, do you like yeah, come over. Roommate's gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> and, then like, and it takes a minute for them. Like, wait, you still like? Yeah. If this yeah. is the next generation that we yeah. have coming up, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. Yeah, I hear. You. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you guys coming on. Like I said, and you guys keep doing what you're doing because, man, it's just good stuff. We'll man, have to meet up. Back good, so good know. stuff. Absolutely, dude. And and I, yeah. I can't wait till till one thing. I'm 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 excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some 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 stuff out there for you guys. Is uh. 
the Elkapalooza, Elk Camp, whatever, whatever ends up leading edge calling oh, no. it. Elk Strong, we talked about that. Elk Strong, yeah. you know, whatever. What I really love is like, it's going to be a yearly thing here in San Antonio yes, at Leading Edge and Black Rifle will always, you know, you always have our support to do that. And what I really like though, is that you're going to do an after action of the hunting season. Oh yeah, 100%. After that, we always that do that. Is like, yeah. hey, now we get to call ourselves out. Yeah. But we get to do it in a way well, of community. And I'll tell you what we're, we're planning on doing just to give you some tidbits. Um, I'm actually talking to a lot of our hunters and we've got some guys that they film their hunts. They film some of their, yeah. their stuff and try to get Sornex, you know, for you. Sornex outdoor well, here with you guys. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to work. I've definitely got to hook up with him because I want to kind of do a full draw film tour type event here. Cool. Yeah. Um, with, all I, local. with local guys or not even, you know, I don't Let's care who it is. Platform to get their stuff. Exactly, out. dude. Like, I don't, I don't want to make it political where no. I got to know somebody to get my film in yeah. all that bullshit. Let's get it all together and collaborate it yeah. and get a post honey season like January, February. Yeah party mm-hmm. and, and talk shit yeah. <laughs> Dude, you, have yeah. a, you have a clip on your phone right now yes that is gold yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yeah that i gotta show you guys right this when we get done okay. no but seriously i want I, I think that would be like a, a great after hunt get together to Absolutely. talk about what we did mm-hmm. share the stories, yeah. share the, the the failures if you don't and, think they have 60 videos of them missing a target at 120 (laughs) yeah and the 61 you know it's like these are where you're going to see those 60 exactly but those are the things we want to do to almost again grow that community get get all these guys together and and, uh man and break bread and and have fun and share stuff well man guys once again we appreciate you um we love you and keep doing what you're doing and man for the listeners out there once again i say it every week let us know what you guys want to hear and we actually do have a conference call with one of our uh, actually i set it up he wants to talk about he's got a great subject matter he wants to pitch awesome. us awesome which is awesome so we got to do that sometime Man, soon we, we can't thank you guys enough like having yeah, us for elk camp and everything like that you guys were all rock stars man <laughs> we, we appreciate you so thanks a lot we'll see you guys on the other side of the mountain